Hello and welcome to episode 258 of the Drive the Green podcast. I'm your host, Maddie B, joined in Studio B by Bro and Alan Harf. Canoop is down in sunny Arizona, out for family supper. He might call in for picks, he says. Yep. So he's going to miss this episode. Hopefully you sent some in either way. Didn't. We, I didn't send me any. Uh-oh. So uh, if he doesn't pick up the phone, I guess he's getting zero coming off of victory, spoiler, uh, last week. Uh, where John Rahm won the Genesis Invitational at Riviera, if you haven't heard. That's what we're going to talk about this week. Um, this guy, Tiger Woods, came back, played, uh, made the cut uh, by some miraculous Saturday morning heroics yeah. by some other players in the field that obviously Harv probably were told that they needed to make some bogeys down the stretch for ratings. We're going to get into that, though. Uh, we're also going to have good friend of the pod, Double D, David Dubay, joins us. Uh, we do this annual thing where he comes on usually before or after Pebble Beach to talk about it. Didn't work out last week. Got him on this week. We talk about that. Riv, uh, we're, we touch a little bit on the full swing Netflix, uh, uh, whatever you call them, feature series that came out. Yep. Doc, uh, docu-series? Docu-series. Yes, sure. We're going to talk a little bit about that. We've got some news. Liv's back this week. Harv, I'm sure, will be excited. I know Bronel's super excited about that. <laughs> Um, lots, lots to take care of, uh, should be a, uh, a decent, decent length pod. So buckle up. Uh, but before we get into all that, we want to thank our sponsors, player golf, P L Y R golf.com. Use the promo code drive the green for 20% off your order. Just, uh, your weekly reminder that the, uh, player nines, the, uh, kickoff tournament at elbow, uh, Harbor golf club, uh, is filling up. So if you haven't booked your spot yet, you better get on it. It won't last much longer. Um, PlayerGolf.com tournament section. I uh, ran into the guy that donated us or lent us that giant speaker for Warman last year. Yes. Today at the grocery store, and he asked, I don't know why, he asked if we wanted it again <laughs> for elbow, and I said, yeah. It's yeah, as long, yeah. as long as you keep lending it to us, it <laughs> saves us having to buy one. So yeah. we appreciate that, yeah. uh, friend of the pot, Adam. Um, we're also members of Team Callaway. Uh, I guess as long as John Romp keeps winning, a Callaway guy keeps winning, so this is great news for us. Yeah, might be every week. That guy <laughs> might not lose again. Like, yeah. So uh, he's really, I mean, he's good, but you put the the best equipment on the market in the hottest players' hands, and this is what's going to happen. It's going to be hard to beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, so thankful to be members of Team Callaway and uh, getting closer by the uh, day, by the minute, uh, to being outside. We had a little bit of a. Um, thaw but then more snow so yep. we'll see we're not quite into uh countdown full, yeah it's a countdown <laughs> mode, yeah <laughs> uh also members of team churchill um had uh pretty much ran myself out of lawnmowers this weekend um so nice luckily i'm going up to saskatoon this week so pick them uh, up pick them up yeah that's right perfect uh so thanks to churchill as always and last but not least we're members of the saskatchewan podcast network proudly presented by connexus and direct west okay let's get into our weeks i know we got a long show ahead of us so we'll buzz through this uh, obviously Canoop's week involves him going to uh to arizona where he played on saturday i believe it was and then he sends us a video, say it's just a just a random par three tee shot, and he said it went to a foot. Do you guys believe it? He wrote birdie down on the card, but anyone can, right? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. The, all that like shows to me is that like any like golf content content 
you got to take with a grain of salt. Because oh, yeah. it could yeah. be anything. You could write it down. Yeah. You could just turn the camera on at certain times. Even those, like even yeah. those ones where it's like I started filming now and I'm running down the whole fairway. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, you could have drove down there, put the ball in the hole, came back, and then started the ca- like. Yes. Yeah. There's ways. Oh, we got a break everything. here. The yeah. group's off the t- the next tee. No, we got no one behind us. What do you say we fake it? Yeah. All I need is two, three other guys willing to take that to their grave and. And if it goes viral, why not? Yeah. So and all of them are. So why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, in Knoop's case, he just took one step. He's taking baby steps to doing it because he said it went to a foot. Um, I believe it was father-in-law or his dad. His dad. Yeah. His dad yep. uh, took the video. No reaction whatsoever. So either his papa Knoop can't see. Or it wasn't that close. That's a dead giveaway. <laughs> like especially like in all those other ones, like when the kids get a hole in one, the dads don't even really like get yeah. excited. Yeah. Like I'd be whipping that phone in the air. I'd be so excited. Yeah. Uh, you probably, Knut probably said, hey, I, I'm going to pretend this went to a foot. Can you please show some reaction? And his dad's like, why? <laughs> they <laughs> yeah. just didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, like wouldn't they be saying like go in or something like That's that? That's what I yeah, would think be, too. Yeah. Because yeah. all I know, like someone says it. Anytime someone hits a good shot, Someone's saying that. Yes. Or that might go in or go in or be right or yeah. none of that on that video. Not the not other thing I noticed on his video, he posted that video in the group. He posted another video to his Instagram. And why am I getting all this grief about being slow? Like he took a long time to hit those balls. That waggle, hey? He's got a bit of a, yeah. Not a bit of a waggle. He's, He's got more a, methodical by the year. Yeah. So just saying. Yeah. Put him on the clock this year a few so, times. And I think he's playing with friend, uh, the pod, Cade, tomorrow. Yeah. And Roman Timmerman, I believe, is the other guy in that group. Yeah, he was already trying to get strokes from them or something. <laughs> yeah. Bullshit. <laughs> well, actually, I think his words, you said how many strokes are you greasing off of them. And he's like, right now, I don't have any strokes, but I'm sure I'll get some. Oh, he had to bring them swag so that he could get strokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Brought him a so shirt. he's buying strokes <laughs> with favors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, well, good. That's Canoop's week. So. Yeah, have fun, Canoop. Uh, the only other piece of his week was his whole "I'm not going to have any beers" thing. He said he might have some beers down there, and then in the group message, he says, "I believe he led with are ciders considered beers?" Yeah, I just to laugh. which Bronell replied, "Of course not, they aren't." And then his next one was, "Are okay, well, are Rattlers?" And I was like, "Well, that's not, that's a dumb question. Why would you even ask that?" To both, really, a Rattler is a beer. It's Sure, yeah. it's very it's, it's low got in stuff, content. Other stuff in it. It's got but other but stuff in it, and it says very low. Beer right on the can. Yes, yeah. if it, it says beer on the can, it's a beer. Yeah, it says cider on the can. It's a cider. Yeah. it's not a beer. Yeah, yeah, like that. Sure, it's a loophole in his little thing, but still yeah. Is. So he's he was looking for ways to say he didn't have any, but he did. I'm pretty sure he's going to come back with a good twenty, and ten of them will be beers. Yep, at least. Uh, who wants to go next? I can go since I was off for two weeks. Or oh right, oh, you right. sound you sound better. <laughs> well, it it took a lot out of me that thing, whatever that was. Whatever probably was. COVID. I don't know, but uh, hmm. I was down like and out. My wife was yeah, <laughs> my wife was not happy with me because um, last weekend, kid had power skating or whatever. Came home, I'm just like freezing cold. Like okay, I gotta lay down here. Like this is. Got a stupid. Bug. Got something. I was like, oh yeah, it'll probably be gone in like twenty four hours. Like usually, I'm pretty quick with rebounding and, from those things. And you don't like to miss pods, so no. And I, yeah, 
mean, the pot is 20 steps away from my kitchen sink, so. Um, Should have just ran a long cord. <laughs> Should have. <laughs> Extension cord. <laughs> we could have called in. Uh, turns out I had a fever for like three days and the worst sore throat ever. Wasn't strep throat though, so. Something viral. Yeah. I thought it thought it was COVID because I had the pain, the aches and pains too. Yes. Did one test and it was negative, but. Yeah, but those those tests. I know. From the get go. I know. <laughs> it's <laughs> one thing I wanted to mention about like you said like your wife was matchy like it's one of the few things that's like not a two way street at all like if the sh- the shoe was on the other foot yeah y- your wife would just be sleeping and and you'd take care but yeah like when what, she's super hungover and it's like it's the same <laughs> thing right yeah tit for tat yeah but it's not. I don't want to get too far into this in the, in the risk of hanging myself here, but yeah. it's not the same. No. That's all I'm going to say. No. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. That's all we'll say. Anyways, had a big list of things to do. Got zero done. So um, Surely did them this weekend. No. Oh. Uh, had a wedding to go to this weekend. I mean, although I didn't really drink that much this wedding because the drinks were full price. So Is that? Is that a, I haven't been to a That's well, a thing now, I guess. I, the last wedding I went to, it was an open bar, so I haven't been to like... A wedding where you're even paying for drinks. Like, is that the normal thing, though? I would assume it's still Toonie drinks is the normal thing because that's the best way to go. Well, Toonie, I believe the uh, norm is Toonie drinks for when you are buying the booze because that's the cost. Like, you're not trying to make a well, wedding. Shouldn't be trying to make money. They're just trying to get their booze. cost back. Yeah. yeah. So it's two bucks to cover the cost of the beers. And I've heard of places where they have them at establishments where they can't bring in their own booze to like subsidize the drinks by that two bucks or whatever. And then they expect you, let's say drinks are six bucks. They expect you to, to spend four and they'll just help subsidize. But yeah, I think this is, they don't want to lose money by paying that too. So they make you pay for it, which is fine. Where was it at? In my mind, it was at the spa. So like it wasn't Mm -hmm. at like a hall or bringing their own. So, yeah. So basically to me, it's sure. But the $50 that I'm going to spend on booze at this wedding or more, is coming right out of the envelope that I give you. Yep. Norm, I think a normal nowadays is probably a hundred bucks. Depends 50 on fifty bucks de- is fuck all now. Yeah, it depends really. on what what it's level trip to of McDonald's with your kids. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Unless <laughs> yeah. it's right now five dollar McChicken meals are over there right now. Yeah, it's um, no free ads. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's like hundred bucks is kind of the norm if you generally enjoy the people you're going. But yeah, if I if I know that I got to pay for those, if you're not getting fed, if you're not getting fed and you're, and you're paying full price drinks. Yeah, it's that's might 50, be a tw- that's fifty. Might be a twenty. Thirty. <laughs> <laughs> what about a thirty-five? Fives in there. <laughs> zero, zero. Just congratulations card. Yeah. <laughs> just right in the card. Had money in here. Drinks were too much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Ask the, ask the spa for your money. <laughs> yeah. um, Anyways, or just throw in a couple of gift cards you got for Christmas. <laughs> They're as good as cash. I'm told. Yeah. yeah. Fifty dollar keg gift card. I got my stocking. Anyways, uh, I'm, anything else? I'm back to normal. Uh, I was disappointed I didn't get to go to the Super Bowl watching party, although yeah, we missed you. that would have sucked because the Chiefs did win, so I would have been not yeah. as happy. The one guy that I wanted here for the Chiefs Super Bowl victory pod and just had to be sick. But he's there in spirit with his Chiefs hoodie on. Yeah, that, 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 that a lot joke. of comments. A <laughs> lot of comments about you wearing that Chiefs Fuck. hoodie. You were mad. That Stapleton performance, though. Holy. Good. I have that watched might be, that. That might be the best anthem of any sporting it was event. certainly better than the halftime show. Certainly. 
I didn't mind halftime. Knoop's not here to defend it either. It sucked. It wasn't good at all. Like, I didn't mind it. I mean, uh, it was as good as if they just went in and put a boom box on the stage yeah. and just hit play. That's how good it was. It's as good as that. Yeah. It's still could have had the dancers. Still could have done. Think of the same halftime show, but the songs aren't bangers. Oh, it would have sucked. But that's the whole point, isn't it? Well, but they, she the wasn't performing the, the bangers and she wasn't I really doing them a lot for me i don't know i didn't i like it. her but yeah i will say though that i have watched the stapleton anthem many times yeah many times like Who's i probably pops? i could probably verbalize all of the cuts of each of them like yeah cuts to sirianni then it cuts to hertz then it cuts to kelsey then it cuts to mahomes have then you it watched cuts the whole game that many times already four times holy we shit. watched it last week <laughs> while we were the taping pod. the pot yeah. yikes I have uh, seen it four times yet. I'm almost to the point where I can go play for play. I know all the score. I know all the drive results in order. Mm. But Okay. Hmm. Uh, Churchill boost count. I had nine the previous week um, to get up. Pre-illness. To, pre to get to 59, and then I meant to get 11 to get to 70, but I ended up with 12, so I'm at 71. Okay. Catching up. Catching up. So Slowly. In 14 days, you still went one over pace with a three-day absolute death illness yeah well i had that that's all well, i had the poker game in there and then we had the wedding so that was seven and eight right there yeah that's fair yep. yeah so eight yeah. full pop drinks i only had eight drinks at the wedding that's, well, that's full a, pop yeah that's a light yeah you spent 50 bucks. three of those drinks are at bobby's before we even went <laughs> yeah the thing like weddings you gotta be penciling in weddings at 12 to 15 on a regular yeah. wedding yep. yeah that's fair it's just okay. life do you want me to go or you want to go on? uh don't well i can go i guess yeah, I was pulling mine up. Um, I uh, had a bit of a week. Went to went to Calgary here for some work stuff. Um, I don't know. Drinking on the company tab. Gets away from a guy. Uh, decided to go meet up with a friend of mine who lives in Calgary, which turned out good because <laughs> he got me tickets to the Flames game the next night. Um, so we get stay up way too late, get too banged up. I take an Uber back to the hotel. So he lives in the southwest of Calgary. Yep. Hotels up by the airport. So it's a bit of a jaunt. Yep. But he's in the southwest. It's like two in the morning. I'm way more banged up than I'd like to be on a Wednesday evening. <laughs> and uh, I get in this cab at like, yeah, like I said, two, two third, two ish in the morning. And this Uber guy starts driving south. <laughs> like, <laughs> had to be on, had to be on the, uh, Stony Trail. I don't know what it was on. Like I'm look. I don't know Calgary from a hole in the ground. So we're driving south, and I'm like, okay, he's just probably trying to get to the next exit to back on to Barlow or whatever to get back up by the airport. But it was like 10, 15 minutes of us going south. So oh much my. so that you text our group and said, "Pray for me." Yeah, I said, if I don't make it home, tell my family I love them because I think I'm getting kidnapped right now. And I then, had a good laugh at that at seven, going, at seven the next morning. Yeah. <laughs> Heart might be in the mountains right now. And then I made it back, so it was all good. But, but yeah, so that happened. Went to the Flames game the next night. Had really good seats for that. The Flames kind of suck. Like, I don't know how many people follow hockey or listen to this, but, like, they're not good to watch live. Um, and, yeah, we had, like, you could order drinks in your seat, so I had to tough it mm, out a little yep. bit tough it out a little bit for that um but yeah and then uh oh but i meant to mention the other uber driver i had mm -hmm. so he's a he's a new canadian and we're getting in there 
and we're going and he's like yelling at traffic as soon as we get in like swearing at like every person who like doesn't do what he thinks is the rules of the road yeah and he's like these guys are idiots and f this and f that and he's like i drive a truck i know the, i know how to drive better than all of them and and then he starts like dabbling in a little bit of the racist comments oh boy <laughs> and me and the, me and the co-worker sit in the back and i'm just like we like look at each other and uh, just like sit on your hands and just like pray he doesn't get in an accident we pull up to the saddle dome and there's like a little parking attendant and he like pulls up to see where they're going to direct him and the guy just says like what and he's like what do you mean what and he's like fuck you what and he just drops, <laughs> speeds off he's like i got no time for this shit and he's like, and i'm like oh my god we got to get out of this thing so we get out watch the game whatever and uh, yeah so that that was kind of the work thing on my way home i stopped in medicine hat and <laughs> <laughs> i mean i gotta tell this story stop medicine hat fill up with gas got to go to the, use the facilities there and i'm in there and two weeks removed from not from saying don't use gas station shitters correct but it was the old, like it was i didn't have time i didn't know the i don't know the hotel makeup of medicine <laughs> hat so no. so i'm in there and, but their stalls like right to the ground so you can't see who else okay, is in yeah. these things and this guy comes like screaming into the bathroom and like breathing heavy like you know he's like photo finish here yeah. and he just proceeds to just unload in this other bathroom paint just, job <laughs> a full paint job <laughs> <laughs> right in this thing and he's just like oh my god like he's just ta- ta- he's talking himself through it talking himself and he's like i haven't even eaten anything today how is this <laughs> happening to me and he's just like oh my god oh and so i like flush the toilet and you just hear him kind of like pause because he, he didn't realize there's another guy in there and I just like get the hell out of there like that was it i'm gone you didn't give the old throat clear or anything to let him know that you were there <laughs> i was honestly like stunned i'm just sitting on this toilet i'm just like what is going on right now like it felt like a prank show that i was a part of yeah but uh yeah buckets buckets <laughs> but like pouring was... pails of water into the toilet is what i think how i described it but yeah it was something else and then uh, yeah i got home coached a bunch of hockey this weekend and uh yeah here we are had 21 drinks this past week oh boy what's so, that total what's total 103 on the year all right so all right. that was my week nice um well my week was was actually uneventful until saturday so no, not a real heavy week for the kids on the sport front. Um, basketball is over for the one kid, so didn't have any practices. And actually, I think I said um, in the chat that I was, I might not have any drinks this week, other than the, there was a Warrior game on Friday. Went to the Warrior game, had a couple of drinks, but then Friday afternoon, a buddy of ours that moved away to Pilot Butte, uh, he has a team that plays on Saturday nights out there, and they're like, hey, uh, does your team want to come for an exhibition game to play our team? Yep. And we normally can't go because we've played, you know, twice that week or whatever. But our team's in like a three-week lull here. So threw it out in the group chat. Sure enough, we got 10 guys. Let's go to Pilot Butte for an exhibition game. So what went from very little this week turned into a few because we loaded up. We actually get a, a van. So there's another team in town here that has a van. So we borrow their van. Go. Drive to Pilot Butte. Uh, that rink is very small. Tiny. Like very small. <laughs> Low roof. Low roof and just like it. not the roof plus the rink surface. The surface is very small. So 
like we get out there and obviously these guys play we play on mosaic and they play on this rink and they're just snapping it around and everyone just like their heads are on a swivel like what the hell is happening these guys are just gonna boat race us because they we're just think we have all the time in the world next thing you know the guys on top of us so anyway yeah lose seven four whatever good nice to get out on the road then we get in go into the dressing room the showers they got the rainfall showers from above like just wow. like dropping water on you. So that's a nice feature. It was like a nice those. feature until there was next to no pressure. It was just basically just like dripping onto <laughs> you. So what what was nice until you actually got into it was not all that nice. Um, but yeah, so had had some beers on the way there. Then we pitted into uh, shout out to Broncos in Pilot Butte, Broncos Bar and Grill. Uh, we walk in. They have a live guy playing on Saturday night. So he's playing the whole spectrum of country music, which was awesome. I mean, he was good. And then the owner came up, uh, so our whole team went there. And uh, I had called ahead just to make sure that they kept the kitchen open for us. And he uh, brings us a whole tray of Sour Jack shots. And it's like, oh, he's like, yeah, you guys come in here all the time. Uh, It's nice to to have you guys. I know you guys support us. (laughs) And the one drunk buddy's just like, yeah, no, we don't come. This is the first time we've ever been here. No, <laughs> and the guy's like, "Oh, I'm like, yeah." I, I was like, "Excuse my friend, we're the team that played the team that probably comes in here all the time." But thanks for keeping everything open. He's like, "Oh yeah, you guys can have the shots anyway." But just like the way that this guy said it, he's like, "Yeah, thanks for coming in all the time, guys." Support. He's like, "Yeah, no, that's not us. First time we've ever been here." <laughs> just like dead in his tracks. Uh, so shout out to those guys. But yeah, that's a really sweet spot. Like to have a place like that in a city that's right beside Regina, just like a nice watering hole so you don't have to drive all the way into Regina to get a good good bar feel. So I really enjoyed that. Um, and then other than that, family day uh, family day weekend, uh, my family and I started watching the Ant-Mans. Oh, yeah. I've never seen them. Like, I'm a, I've am i seen every Marvel movie, every series except for the Ant-Mans. And hmm. I figured, well, this weekend the new one comes out. I should probably watch the first two. And I watched, we've watched the first one. I didn't, actually didn't mind it. They're not bad. Yeah. I think so, they get progressively worse. Yeah. I'd imagine they do. Yeah. Um, and then today we went bowling. And uh, oh. I think we had talked about this. Did you go bowling recently, Bruno? I went bowling yesterday. You did? Yeah, right. I know we talked about it. Somewhere. I went for my Christmas party for work. In also, I didn't put one through the pins, tell you that much. Did you try? I tried every shot. <laughs> you tried to spin one you through You didn't there. say anything about this in the group or anything. Yeah, it's kind of a last-minute thing. Yeah. Uh, so I was trying so hard that my five-year-old son almost beat me. You spun <laughs> every single one. Every one, and I just would hook him way too much. Like, I couldn't get it so it would snap. Yeah, you got to get it far down, and then... Like, it, it, will, yeah. it would, it like, it would stay on the right edge. It would snap. And then it would snap, like, straight left. It wouldn't, like... Too too early or... Too early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. I mean, it can be done, but only by someone who's had a ton of practice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's my game of bowling for the <laughs> next five years. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I went... Uh, I th- the reason why I was asking if it was you is because I know I had an argument with someone about scores and they were proud of their scores. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's easy. I can do that. No problem. Uh, today went, just wasn't myself out there. Uh, my wife who I uh, used to bowl, hasn't bowled in forever. Uh, shot a 224 in the first game. Really? Like that's a good that's score. Good. <laughs> yeah. Very impressive. Uh, so she, I, uh, I was just about a hundred behind her. 
in that first game. Oh no. Yeah. So it was bad. Like I didn't I didn't have a spare or a strike the entire first game. Okay, that makes me feel better about myself because I think I was like one twenty when I was yeah. trying to spin it every time. Yeah. So uh, one twenty eight the first game and then figured it out and, and had one eighty four the second one. So yeah. figured it That's out a little bad. bit. Give me three games, I would have broke two hundred, I'm sure. But yeah, just didn't have it. I mean, it's a game it's a repetition game, much like golf. Yeah. Um Oh, so then uh, booze count to wrap it up before we get into Genesis here. Uh, I had 13 this week. Okay. 46 on the month and 93 on the year. I'm going to be in fourth right away here, boys. So, Canoop's uh, passing me. Canoop's passing you when he's in Arizona for Guaranteed. sure. Guaranteed. Yeah. I mean, he should. And that's going to be a first. And what are you at? 70-something? Uh, 71. Yeah. 71, yeah. So, you're not going to catch me by 22 this week. Oh, no. I'm not drinking at all this week, really. I don't – there's a Warrior game tomorrow, so that's probably my – oh, I got a kid's hockey tournament. Depends what the parents want to do. Uh, all right. So part of my family day this weekend was I watched probably of that la- that final group. I think I saw 32 of their 36 holes on the weekend. Yeah, same. Like watched a lot of golf this weekend, which was nice. A nice change after not seeing a ton over the past few months here. Uh, just enough to, you know, have some comments on a golf podcast. It's a fun. It's a fun event to watch. Like, there's lots of neat holes. Um, it's a good course. Remember when Canoop last week said it was as good as Scottsdale? Like, it's not even close. Yeah, no. This like Riv He's, is awesome. I don't know what he he said that. Well, he kept saying like he likes Scottsdale for pros. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah. Yeah. No. It's yeah. I it's think completely different. I think this was well. For two for back to back elevated events, we got exactly what they were trying to do with this. All the best players in position to win, for yep. sure. And this one especially to have Max, who plays unbelievable at this course in California, going toe to toe with the hottest player on the planet right now, was just like in the same group for both rounds. By the end of it, you were just you were really engaged in the back and forth just because of them going at it for thirty six holes. Yeah. And then there's some a little bit of seesawing, two shot swings here and there, and then obviously Cantlay tries to make a bit of a mini run there on. on I thought Sunday. He was, yeah. I said it in the group. I think he's going to win this thing. Yeah. And so I thought I thought that was a, that was obviously a jinx because <laughs> I on purpose yeah. wanted any yeah yep the other two I wanted to win way more than him obviously so yeah so I think it it basically gave us everything they could have asked for from a, a viewership perspective. I told you guys when this pod started, like maybe a half a year to a year in, when John Rahm was 23. How many times did I say this guy is it? <laughs> like you've this guy, on, you've been on Rahm for a while, for sure. I mean, I thought you he'd have more bet. than you lost that bet that we made. That's I fun. thought he'd have more than one major by now. So here's and I wrote he, down: he has to win a major this year. That's like, what you say. If he wins a major this year. It might be the most impressive season of golf ever. Wow. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> because 2000 or whatever you want to call it, there's no one else competing with him. Well, yeah. It's him against no one else. But that was a lot of wins. It was eight or nine or something like that. Yeah. Ron already has three. He wins a major. Maybe he wins two majors at five. Probably wins another one somewhere I would, wrong. If, you t- if you're talking two majors, then we're getting yeah, into the conversation. We're getting top, we're, okay, that's so five wins, two call majors? Call one, yeah. and he might win three other times. Yeah. He never won more than twice in a year. 
he might he might never year. lose again. <laughs> like it's get it's to the point where it's anticlimactic right now. I told I said in the group like he doesn't even need his best stuff to win anymore because he doesn't. Canoop laughed at it or whatever and said, "You know what else is ridiculous it? like that? Like he is head and shoulders the best player in the world right now, and someone could take him over for number one next week. Well, not next yeah. week because no one's playing, but the week after. Yeah, because of yeah because of how far it goes back. Because Scheffler had that same exact run last year, pretty much. Yeah, but that shouldn't right? be and the he case. Just won again too, Scheffler. So, yeah, I think it's funny to have that argument where you say that Rom is playing head and shoulders above everyone when Scheffler just won last week. But at the same time, I would agree with you. Like, I would agree that he's nearly unbeatable, but yet he was in the tournament last week and didn't win. Was he second? Yeah, Yeah, he was seventh or something. (laughs) He's only lost to eight people this year, they said. Yeah, or something like that. Only eight people beat him when he played. And, And that's the thing is, like, you can't play absolutely the best possible every single week. But he's damn close. He's at nine point four million dollars already. Yeah, it's the it third week wild. in February. It, yeah, it is pretty wild. And it's I thought cool it, to watch. It almost looked like he was going to cough that thing up. Like he at the Instead start of, of the round, that forty footer on. Well, we'll talk about whole ten in a bit. In a bit, maybe, but like it got. We're watching ten right now. Oh, on yeah. Holma was Holma was right there, and he kind of hung in there, even though Holma could not hit a driver on the back nine. Like he yeah, oh. couldn't find a fairway on the back nine. Not yeah, even, every not even time. Close. And then Rom goes deuce deuce on fourteen sixteen, and then it's like pretty much curtains. Like yeah. But yeah. the other thing I was gonna say, like I'm starting to think that this whole live thing was just a big old conspiracy thought out plan for these PGA Tour guys to make more money. <laughs> All the guys who went over and well, got their I, money, like they were, like they were. Past their prime for the most part. Couple so, aren't. Well, no. Well, okay, but still, DJ doesn't need the money. Take the guaranteed whatever and ride off into the sunset. Brooks has been Phil, whatever he is. Yeah. Like all these guys. The Smith just, is the only one that's like. It's the weird. Smith is the weird still, part. Like, but, yeah. All of a sudden now, John Rom's going to make what twenty five million dollars in earnings this year. Yeah, if he wins so, the FedEx, he might make more than that. Yeah, it is. It is kind of funny now seeing it. Or funny, or how whatever whatever adjective you want to use for it, the fact that a lot of people said early on that, including Phil, this is good for the PGA Tour. Like we are doing this to help the PGA Tour, and a lot and a lot of people stood behind that. Makes them re you know reassess everything they're doing, and in some cases, you could say it was meant to purge, like purge some of those guys out of there. Other than the Cam Smith one, doesn't make a ton of sense. But you got a lot of these guys off the tour now. And so now even more cream is rising to the top of these elevated events that now have all these notable players at the top, cream rising to the top, getting paid more. They were, to some extent, martyrs, but at the same time, not necessarily martyrs because there are a lot of the guys that they didn't want on the tour anyway. Yeah. So like maybe it was all a big secret discussion behind closed doors to be like, here... You guys take the money and do this stuff. You'll be able to come back in five years, yeah. like some of those guys. Like I think, maybe, I think yep. when it, it, if and when it does fall apart, because I do think that it doesn't seem like Liv is picking up a ton of steam right now. Well, this change, I think, changed everything. This, the elevated event stuff, like the right. fact that we'll get to who defected here the last week. Yeah, but, but I think now, now that they're not getting 
another couple, three, four, five big names. It might fizzle out, and then that, you know, the prince is just going to be like, yep, I'm done. And I bet you they'll let some of these guys, like they're going to let Cam Smith come back. They're going to let some of these guys come back. So it'll just be like, yeah, okay, because those guys probably won't get paid out the rest of their contracts when he's just like, yeah, it's done. Well, that's what I mean. Like they went to the Saudis and be like, hey, you want like two, three years of washing this money? (laughs) (laughs) If you believe that that's what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah. We'll get to more of us. it with the well. they, I'm come sure back. they've had plenty of other harebrained ideas to wash money in that lasted two, three years, and then this is the next one. Exactly. Yeah. Pretty soon they'll have a basketball league. Yeah, no probably. But yeah, we'll get to be more of LeBron. that with Dubai later. Uh, yeah, we will. And now let's... Do you have any more ROM stuff or do we want to talk about Homa? Um, just, uh, just the number one in the world stuff. Uh, I mean, we talked about the trophy that rolled up piece of paper that someone came up with in the 11th hour is uh <laughs> is the trophy they win for this and then yeah just like one other stat with these elevated events you could finish 11th in all of them and make 8.5 million dollars that year. is wild yeah that, w- that would have won the money race like seven of the last 15 years yeah yeah that's or crazy. eight of the last 15 like it's just insane like wh- where was this money before? They're not. Well, that's the thing. Is Phil knew where it was. Phil said they got all this money that they're just not paying us. Yeah. Now all of a sudden they got it. Um, yeah, we can get to Homa. Yeah, let's talk about Homa. What I guess my first thing I want to say is, obviously I love Max Homa. What What is your stance on his emotional interview afterwards? I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> Sick of what? This L.A. pride thing that he's yeah, doing. Like, the yeah, well, you hate the Dodgers, though. That's yeah, why I hate, the, I hate the city of L.A. Yeah. It's yeah. a big well, thing. Hey, it's not hey, just about I'm, that. Is he wants to win this tournament at he's home. He's won it before. Yeah. But he won it with no people. That's why he was so emotional. I think this was good for him to not win this event. Yes. They did say uh, in the final round there, he's never finished second. Well, he, he always comes from behind and wins, yeah. or he doesn't come from behind at all. So yeah. to be up at the front and not win could make him better. The only thing that was kind of weird for me is, like I said, that's the reason why I brought it up, is I love him. I, I find, But his pouring his heart and soul and then getting emotional, because he's got emotional pretty much every time he's won or, in this case, now lost. It just, I get it. He's super emotional, and that's why a lot of people love him. But it's just like, man, you got to, you got to, like, take a step. You can't be this emotional for every single yeah, tournament. Yeah, I it's feel like, like he's going he's gonna to just completely have a breakdown. Right. I feel like he's acting like 150th player in the world being yeah. in these tournaments all the time. He's like, like seventh ha- now, isn't Just he? happy to be here. Yeah, I think he's higher than that. He might be sixth even. I, he's just like, just happy to be here. It's the best feeling of my life. Like, man, you're one of the best golfers in the world right yeah. now. He's like yeah. the opposite like, of Joel Damon. Yeah, like act like you've been there before. Yeah, he's the fun-loving guy that knows he's good, and now he's saying to people, I know I'm good. I'm going to win these tournaments. And he said, I'm going to win this tournament again, which is great. But you can't, in my mind, have the opposite uh, effect, too. Comes off. Some guys are just emotional. And he, like, the new dad stuff, too, that's going to make you more emotional. Yeah, good point. Yeah, new dad. I get emotional. I get emotional a lot. When you're hungover? over. Do you know how many times I've watched that Kelsey, the the Kelsey oh, brothers fuck. talking about? Let's uh, talk. <laughs> that's Jason though. That reel of Jason talking about when he saw mom and he starts crying. Oh man, I I I water up every single time watching that. I thought you were going to talk about something like that actually makes you cry, like watching Liar Liar or something like that. <laughs> yeah, any kids movie, yeah. 
Yeah, you think but it's it, a great idea. Oh, you're hungover. Yeah, let's just throw on a movie. It'll be great. Just singing along at the start. You're just crying by the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Greatest but showman. You want I, I was, cry every I was time wondering, I I was wondering, we're talking about that speech, like how many emotional second place speeches do you think there's going to be on the live this year? That is the funniest <laughs> part about all the live. <laughs> if it is, it's going to be you dumb don't know and what James Pyatt's going to do. It'd be hilarious if it was, if they did it. But yeah, they, they might be they, emotional because they had to get second, or they were going to kill his family. I don't oh know. My God, but um, that <laughs> it is funny. Like someone needs to lean into that and just be like, "Yeah, I'm really upset," and then blow their nose <laughs> with a hundred. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, but yeah, uh, back to just one last thing on Max, like. Don't get me wrong. I'm not s- saying that I don't like it. I just it that was like the fourth time I've seen an emotional interview from him. I'm just like, yeah, just, it was. I'm not saying that he's faking it. I'm saying more of you got to like maybe tone it down a little bit on how invested you get with these tournaments. Like it feels like that's a mental breakdown waiting to happen. Like he's probably in that sports psychologist chair every single week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I don't hate the guy. I think I like I him as a golfer him. but i mean the the dodger thing is a tough hurdle to get over for yeah, me obviously absolutely <laughs> but uh i'm glad well, we all it up and we start. have a soft spot for him because he's been on the pod so yeah episode, episode 80 always will be episode 80. Uh, uh, so i would hold 10 for a little bit yeah you you talking about arguably the best golf hole in the world it's either the best or the worst yeah i, I don't know I'm which one it best. is i'm on team best why i don't understand why anyone's on team worst like i don't understand why people hate it well rory hates it i guess <laughs> but wh- wh- why is it a bet what makes Hit it better any shots different? Man. i know what makes it yeah. any different than any other drivable par four yeah it's like, not hey, drivable for one exactly you get, you get <laughs> yeah. close you can get like yeah. homer just now was just yeah, on the fringe that's, that's right true, like, yeah. but what, he birdied what, and homer birdied all four rounds that makes it bad no, I, I'm I'm agree hey, I'm agreeing with you guys. Yeah. The books say the book on golf would say, Hey, lay up in front of that bunker. Yeah. Sure it's a bit of a blind shot, but you gotta trust your distances a little bit here. And you're yeah. in front of that left bunker, you got a straight little wedge shot down the length of the whole green. Do that every time. No, hit your driver. Okay, well, now you bring deep bunkers into play or those trees on the left. Yeah. yeah. And it, it honestly feels like Homa, for instance, birdied that hole every single round. So it's like, why? I just don't. I guess the reason why you could consider it the worst is because why aren't people laying up every time? So then the layup makes it super easy. So then it makes it no point in the hole. But yet, it's these not it, super half these, easy though. Half these idiots out there aren't doing that. And well, the green's only th- three yards wide, and you got to hit a sixty-yard spinner in there, and it has to be dead on line. Like it's. Yeah, like sure. It's, it's a not great a, hole. It yeah. is a great hole. Those an, bunkers around the green, like yeah, you go bunker bunker all the time, but don't hit yeah. it there. <laughs> like, I mean, Rom, or take your or take your yeah. lumps. I yeah. mean, that's the whole yeah. point of and, wrist roll. And Rom knew it was knew right was dead on on Sunday, so he snap hooked one into those trees left. I mean, had a chip out basically, bladed his chip like he made a five, and that's yeah, what makes that's a three the whole, two shot swing. That's the whole thing about this course like it's finally a course they're playing like yeah. not in major conditions that par's a good score because lots of guys bogey that all yeah uh, to, to me i just i saw every well i see every year this whole 10th argument and it's just like why why is this even an argument there are, it's a it's a good hole in my mind plus there's a bunch of other holes on the tour that are just like yeah that that hole sucks or that hole is good yeah, like just, 17 at TPC is could be argued 
best or worst. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, last guy to bogey 10 and win the event, Mike Weir in 2004. So it's a fun fact there. And Rom this week? Yeah. Yeah. Good old Canadian drop. Uh, yeah, Canute was talking about hole four, too, being worse, which it is. Here's I would say thing. hole four is worse. Here's the thing. It's good enough for our, for Ben Hogan to call it the best par three ever. It's good enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> why so, why yeah. do you need to have a 230? What was it playing Sunday, 235? Nobody hit the green. You can't because they couldn't hold it. You land it on and it rolls off. Yeah, and you have to land it. You have to land it short. And they're just hitting it over on the right side, and then the commentator is like, "Great shot, yeah, great shot." Yeah, here's that's a, probably here's a, a fifty a footer. Yeah, here's a fifty hey, footer. No one's talking about how when Phil at uh, Muirfield laid up on that par three. Oh yeah, like yeah, do that. I guess like, yeah. sorry, it's the same or, for everybody. Think or your way let around the it. greenskeepers yeah. have that one softer and slower, but yeah. they wouldn't like that. So yeah, yeah, yep. got to take. Good with the bad, I guess. All right, let's get the Tiger. Or you want to go Tiger? Or you go Will Z? Because I think Will Z might win the Masters this year. He's coming. He said he's not even back. He's not fully back yet. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Imagine if he figures out how to putt. He's going to do that at Augusta? I think so. He's right know. there a couple times. Yep. I guess. Yeah, that, that Sunday was pretty incredible. So. Yeah. Yeah, he's... Jason Day had a great Sunday, too. I wrote Jason Day might be the best story in golf right now. Could be. I think there's... Like, because he was fully broken. Both injuries and mentally. mentally like yeah. He's in the top 50 now, too. So Yeah, like, and he, he's... He's in Masters right now. Good every week now. Yeah. And it doesn't look like he's just laboring around like he did the past three years. Yeah, and get him to the Masters. Yeah. He can putt. Yeah. Yeah. It, like, I tell you what, these elevated events get you talking. Yep. This is... They've they might have fixed the PGA tour. The only issue now becomes the off field events in which you should be equally invested into the PGA tour to see the next wave of guys. You mean become, this week? Yeah, become less entertaining yeah. because you come off an adrenaline high of what just happened in the last two weeks. So months. the one thing I knew when they did these elevated events is that the Honda would be the worst field in golf. Yep. And it is. There's what? Well, there's Horschel and Sung JM, and that's it. Yep. Well, and we talk about it too uh, yep. in the interview coming up with DD, like Pebble Beach kind of. It's one of the longest running or the longest running tournament on tour. And they get the swap to Super Bowl weekend. And now they're kind of put in a position where field gets weaker and they're talking about not having the tournament. D. Like, that's what he said. It's like, yeah. we got to keep this tournament going. It's raised X amount of dollars. Don't want to spoil too much of it, but... I think they got to switch them, though. Like, they have to switch them. They got to give I, They got to give Pebble the elevated next year, and they they might have to give the Honda the elevated. I mean... Like, move well, them around, we yeah. talked about like, this last week take, and you're, We talked about this last week, and you weren't here, but why are they giving the elevated to Scottsdale and Genesis? Yes. Everyone's going to those regardless. Yeah. And they didn't give it a bit of a bigger yeah. purse. Doesn't have to be three point four or whatever the winner. Make the non ones like have a tiered system. Like yeah, the Honda and the whatever, like alternate those ones. Yeah. And like me, Scottsdale, to Genesis. To me, I'd rather see year. to me I'd rather see half the superstars one week and half the superstars yes. the next week than see all of them one week and zero the next week. That's I'm kind of I'm I'm in that boat, but I'd like to see some sort of scenario where you can even go over half. Yeah, 
Like I think there's enough guys you could get like 60 70% I think I got I think everyone. I got it here. Oh, here we you go. got the four majors obviously. Yep. And then you have call it four other like super elevated. So mm. whichever those yeah. are, that's the one that all of them go to WGCs the, basically. Essentially, <laughs> yeah, but and then you got your a tier underneath that and then you got whatever your John Deere's after John that. John Deere's yeah. and unfortunately RBC Canadian Open probably fall into that, but but still, there's a way to do it. But yeah, two in a row, and then Honda like it's kind of a bit of a letdown. As long as we get especially because the year. Honda course kind of stinks too. Yeah, some people like it. Mm. Just a swamp. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, but be they, a little bit of a come it, come it, down from last. It week. turned out they didn't even need to elevate this event because they had Tiger playing. And they never need to elevate this. Moves one. the needle more than anybody else in golf. I don't care what anybody says. I didn't, I know it's annoying because of the media it's but ruined it 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 has it's been totally ruined has it is absolutely the reason why the true tiger fans like the true ones like deep down og tiger fans are slightly off put or fully off put by the new age media some are some are still completely in love with him and will say anything there's only one group of people that is fully like excited about this Tiger Wood and that's sports books. Because the amount of money they're gonna make <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. off yeah. of these guys betting all this stuff. Like those takes that are all like, oh one bad day that putter let him down Friday or he was right in this thing. Like I come think, on you guys. Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. I think I can give I, I can give a free pass to the uh OG Tiger fans I, I mentioned that aren't golf fans. So they literally only watch for Tiger, the guys that you're talking about Ronell, the needle movers. My wife, for instance, just like, oh, Tiger's playing. Yeah, I'll sit and watch some with you. But she doesn't have, she doesn't follow all these accounts on social media that are all guzzling him. It's just like they're completely remo- removed from all that, and they just want to watch Tiger play, which is probably a breath of fresh air because we don't get we don't get that. Yeah. We have to see all these articles and see all this stuff about him maybe being back. It's just like no, just like let him, let him be. Let's just watch him play. Because I watched, well, obviously, watched his entire round the last well, they showed Saturday, every shot, Sunday. They show so. every shot. So and I like, don't know where I am. I, I, I'm I still a huge fan of him, but I just can't get up for him like I used to. And I like, just kind of feel bad for him, kind of, that he looked like he was exhausted the well, entire just that, time. Yeah, like he, I don't think he wants all the attention on him anymore. Agree. Well, yeah, highlights that he's not who he was for sure. Yeah, and like that, his swing has totally changed, and it has had to due to injuries and whatnot. Like yeah. he, he never going to be that guy. No, again, and, he I'm, played, not, and actually, I'm not expecting him to be the dominant Tiger of 2000, but I mean he's 47 or whatever he is, 48, yeah. and his swings night and day from when he was. You know what? He he's he, he just actually to swung this weekend. Yeah. yeah, he could not putt. Yeah, he yeah. swung the club okay. Like he. I do he think was hitting he, the ball far. And I think he, he had the ball speeds. Obviously, everybody's talking about that. But like, if I had to set an over under at the Masters, I'd say it's like twenty and a half for finish. Yeah, like he's, he's gonna make the cut. He can. He just he no looked, if he, at one point there on Saturday, he looked like it was lookout territory. Like he was playing very, very well, and then he missed a couple putts. Yeah, but yeah, and well, and even just on f- Thursday. 
birdie three of the last four. It's like, holy shit, when he gets hot, he gets hot. And then you get him back to Augusta. Maybe. I don't Is know. Is he going to play before Augusta? Sawgrass? No, I don't think so. He might play the players. Maybe players. But, like, and he, he doesn't, he kind of feeds into this, too. Like, those quotes that he came out and said, like, I'm not coming back just to be in the field. I think I can win on this tour. And that just gets the whole world of tiger blowers just like, oh, yeah, he's back. He's winning this thing. <laughs> and, again, sportsbooks licking their chops. And yeah. The amount yeah. of bets, yeah. well, it started at 175 to 1, and two days later is 150. So the amount of money that must have came in on him is outrageous. And that was to win the whole thing. Yeah. The whole gosh darn thing, the win it he all. Was, he was one. He was three bogeys on Saturday morning away from missing the cut. Yeah, and not even by him. Like it wasn't even in his hands anymore. Right. Yeah. There was. I think he was t sixty seven, and he needed two or three guys to bogey, and there was only like fifteen guys that went out Saturday morning to get the cut going, and those two guys bogeyed. Lo and behold, it happened. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, they're making the cut anyway. Yeah. Do we want to talk about tampon gate or? I don't. I don't. Know. I, don't I don't need know. to talk we about it. Touch on it. <laughs> it's a weird world we live in, guys. It's a <laughs> yeah. weird world. That's it. Yeah. I think. I think our our stance is all the same, and it's all that. Yeah. We don't need to. Yeah. It's bring up the Annika stuff from years back, but now uh, it's a big deal. Um, one thing I did want to bring up. JT, like obviously last week we... That's our best bet, yeah. We had him bet. <laughs> yeah. Did we know he was playing with Tiger when we made that bet? No, we didn't. Because okay. if we did, it wouldn't have that been a bet. That guy stinks when he plays with that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Both him and Rory. Anytime they put a few guys like JT, Rory, some of these guys with Tiger, they never play well. Yeah. I saw that after I was ill there and I saw that bet, best bet and I wrote LOFL at that pick. I group. thought about and Knoop got all pissed off and mad because he thought that pick was so good. I mean, it was every the the research behind it was great. He played well last week or two weeks ago, I guess. Plays pretty well here. PGA yeah. didn't even have him in in their top ten for the power rankings. Yeah, I would have. not those. Where was Max? Because Max was Max was number one in the power rankings. Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. Ahead of Rom? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who else? But how many Americans here? finished ahead of JT? Well, I'm seeing four on the leaderboard right there: Homa, <laughs> Cantley, Mitchell, and Zalatoris. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there was there was quite a few actually. Yeah. He would have been like probably the twelfth best American. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, who else did I have on here? Um, Adam Scott. I just wrote down not because of his 65th finish, but he was voted uh, chairman of the Player Advisory Council this week. Right. So. So pretty big news for oh, him. Oh, we're in the news now? or No, just uh, more oh. things. I mean, they're in the tournament. One thing, Tyrrell Hatton, did you guys see that where he broke that guy's phone? I did not see that. His drive just like shattered a guy's phone. Oh, and then he was getting text in the number to, uh, yeah, I did to see To Niall that. Horn or whatever, yeah, went over and got it. all the information and replaced his phone and whatnot. I just saw him call Tan a shithole, or did he call <laughs> the course a shithole? I don't know which one it was, but... I mean, Never know. He hates own. every hole, though. So Rom he's said like that, me. Rom said that about the one that he just won two weeks ago, too, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Like it's it's all. If you bogey a, an easy par four, you're going to call it a shithole, no matter what. Yeah. Whether it is or not, you're going say to. it all the time about hole eleven at the Hillcrest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be the easiest <laughs> hole. Just hit it straight, and you're yeah. making a par. <laughs> and then, nope. Um, what else? Is it? Rory. I mean, he was 29th. Um, putting woes are back for that guy. Yeah, he, he was uh, dead last struggling. in strokes gained putting. I think struggling. second last. Yeah, it's uh, and uh, kind of that uh, 
what is it, uh, full swing or whatever, where he's like, I haven't won a major so long. Yes, it's like Feel, he's it's try like to I'm win trying to win my first one again. Yeah, yeah. and That's not necessarily it. wrong there. No. Uh, one other guy I want to touch on before you go to uh, Canadians, Matt Kuchar. Remember a couple weeks ago, I said, "Why is Matt Kuchar playing these elevated events? Like yeah. He should just feast on the the non-elevated ones." Well, he finished eighth, and he pretty much locked up his card for next year. So I guess uh, fuck me, right? But uh, <laughs> he, he, he proved was me like wrong that, there. The yeah. quietest TA. He's been eight. good all year. They didn't show one shot of his. Not one. No, not a single shot. No, I would. I think they would would have shown at least one shot of every guy in the top fifteen, other than Matt Kuchar. Nope, they didn't. They showed the top two groups in Tiger. Well, they, Svensson had a couple. They showed a couple Svensson oh, yeah, shots. He was going because he got yeah. hot at the end. Wilsey yeah. got a little bit, yeah. but yeah. I didn't see one shot of Matt Kuchar's. And then last other thing, just Atlanto Griffin withdrew to a rib injury. So keep our eyes on that. R.I.P. That guy was soaring, flying with the Eagles there for a while. Yep. And now I guess flew too close to the sun. But uh, <laughs> nice one. <laughs> He's uh, back down to earth playing Corn Ferry Tours, for Christ's sake. But, yep. um, yeah, that's all I had. Canadians. Okay. Uh, five made cuts was the good news. Uh, one top ten was the bad news. But that's not bad because we've got eight top ten finishes in the 14 events so far for Canadians. So, not bad. solid start. Svensson, T9. Uh, Taylor, his usual T33. And then Hughes was 50th. Connors was 61st. And Hadwin was 66th. So, Oof. Yeah, not good. The old made cut, mail it in. Okay. Elevated event. Yep. Uh, Aces, birthdays. Aces, uh, three of them, I guess. This uh, Oliver Honda Bull on the DP World Tour won a BMW for his ace. Woo. So that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, a good one. Dickie Pride made an ace on the Champions Tour, as did Chris DeMarco. Yep. So those were the three aces. Dickie Pride almost won that thing. He did. We'll get to that. Uh, another guy rubbing it in my face. Um David Dubay's birthday. That's right. Guess the, he guess mentioned the it later, I yep. think. And uh, shots of the week. Uh, well, I'm going Rom on 16. I mean, that just iced it and it almost yep. went in. Dart. No, that's yep. right. I couldn't. I was between two. One was uh, Denny McCarthy, I think, on six, where he like ran it all the way back and then it came back down the hill and he almost aced it. Oh, yeah. Like using the slope and uh, Jay Day out of the bunker on 10. Mm. where he was like downhill live nice. and just like flew it oh, up. Oh, yeah. How he flew it that high in the air and just stopped it. Spun it like mm-hmm. five, six feet. Yeah. yeah. That, I saw that one's, I think, the one that the... Anytime it's a good bunker he's shot. He's a it. wizard. Yeah. yeah. He's ba- like, he's fully back. He's back. Can't uh, pick him anymore. He's in the top 50. I know. Tough one. Yeah. Uh, no dude webs this week. I think it was a pretty straightforward uh, tournament. I uh, could have gave it to maybe Keith Mitchell for not stepping up in the final group uh, both days. Yeah, but I, I guess mean, not that that's really he's playing great golf. He is playing very well. Yep. And uh, Keith Mitchell, didn't he win the Honda Classic? Isn't he a mm, Honda Classic that might, guy? That might have been his. Yep. Way yeah, back when? A couple years back. So, um, news. I uh, guess we could start with Full Swings out now on Netflix. Um, I'm only a couple episodes in, but I think it's pretty well done. Yeah, like I think next week it'll probably be our full, everyone will have it done and it'll be our full recap. But uh, I'm through, what am I, five now? Oh, you watched the fifth one? What's yeah. the fifth one? Uh, Morikawa and DJ at the U.S. Open. No, Fitzy and DJ at the U.S. Oh, Open. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, it, it's not bad. Yeah, because I just watched the Damon one, and there's a lot of U.S. Yeah, Open of U- stuff there. Yeah, but. that's my only, I guess, uh, gripe with it is that it is all over the place a little bit. Yeah, like it jumps all over. You see multiple ter- of the same tournaments at different points in those tournaments uh, with different guys. So it's just weird uh, how it's kind of put together. And then like the actual production value itself to me is just a little off. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like like the all interview the f- stuff. Well, no, all the filler. Yes, like with the like when it feels like they took all the shots and then they came up with what they were going to make yeah. episodes about, and then. They just kind of had conversations with the same few guys, and then they spliced it into each episode. Yes, that's so, exactly what it feels like. So, like the first one with JT because like and they're Steve. all in the same spot. Yeah, like exactly. DJ DJ through the first four episodes. Well, in the fifth, too, he's in the exact same spot. So he's interviewing for all of the other episodes just in one long interview. Yeah. So that was the part that was kind of weird, and then just like the actual physical shots, like. A lot of it's filler. Some of the times, like, the camera's, like, like moving rapidly. Like, it's almost like the camera guy was in, like, jogging or something. I don't know. Just little nitpicky stuff that I don't think is too, I'm pretty sure, too bad. Sure but through four episodes, they've shown that Rappaport comment about making the cut. And if you don't make the and, cut, you don't make any money. Yeah, and Baleonis They've shown that three said, times, I think, yes, in four and episodes. Baleonis, or I guess um, Renner now. I think is her last name, Amanda. No, it's but still Balionis. Not in this. Oh. Her name's Amanda Renner now, I think. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, she's she that. she's in it and uh she says the same thing, like it's a it's a thirty six holes and then a cut. And yeah. then you don't play the weekend. Like she yeah. says the same thing well, a and bunch I, of times. Like, the I first episode, they don't show it anymore when they say what a par and a bogey yes, and birdie that, is. Well, we that, get to that with Dubai as well. But yeah, yeah. yeah, like they don't. I show get that you got to like try and yeah. get the people who don't follow golf in it, but at the same time, I don't know. Next week, we'll go yeah. into a, each episode a yes. little bit more. Uh, next, uh, big one. Live announced their rosters. Steel, over, baby. Live <laughs> announced their steel. rosters over the last three <laughs> days. I got them up here if you guys want to hear them. <laughs> uh, Do you got my comments about all each of them? No, you want to pull them up? <laughs> uh, so we start with the Aces. Obviously, they won They're last going year. through all the teams? Yeah, why not? Holy shit. See you in, see in well, 15 minutes. Uh, that's DJ, Patrick Reed, Peter Ulin, and Pat Perez on the Aces. So that's the same team as last year, is it not? No, Gooch. Oh, yeah. Gooch replaced or Uline replaced Gooch because they didn't want them winning every time. Is Gooch even on there or is he hurt? No, he's on here. Okay. Uh, Majestics. Three captains on the Majestics, by the way. <laughs> Henrik Stenson, Ian Poulter, Lee Westwood, and Sam Horsfield. The best, the best part about these things is all of the shit they're getting wrong with their graphics. Well, we'll get to the one, the big <laughs> glaring one here that they announced today. But uh, Smash, the Kepka brothers, Wolf, and Jason Kokrak. Don't sleep on the Smash. That's not uh, bad. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, except Chase Kepka. <laughs> Torque, yeah. uh, the South American team, Neiman, Munoz, Pereira, and Puig. Um, the Cliques, Kamer, Keimer, Weisberger, McDowell, and Dick Bland. Uh, the Crushers, Dick the Sh- Bland. <laughs> DeChambeau, Paul Casey, Chucky Three Sticks, and Anurban Lahiri. The Fireballs, Garcia, Answer, Ortiz, and Shakara. Uh, Rippers, whatever that is. Rippers, Cam Smith, Leishman, Matt Jones, and Jed Morgan. So probably didn't get someone there. And, Jed uh, Morgan looked like he's... 
going on tour with Morgan Wallen. <laughs> well, it's funny because yeah, you you see these uh, these teams and the the fourth members basically. Let's move all of the the bottom guys on this tour onto one on each team, so then we can just swap those guys out as we sign yeah, more people. Absolutely genius, really. You can't stack a team anymore. The team that had the toughest with the graphics, the high flyers, <laughs> uh, Phil Mickelson, Cam Trigali, James Piet, and Brennan Steele. For whatever reason, they thought Piet was left-handed today when they first posted. They they since they deleted it? they deleted and posted a new yeah one. with ninety seven hundred quote <laughs> quote tweets after yes yeah. <laughs> uh, the Ironheads Kevin Na who doesn't look like he wants to be there Scott Vincent she Siwan Kim and Danny Lee that team stinks <laughs> that, reeks they're gonna that, need to replace multiple members like yeah. where where does that team finish dead last dead last in every week like yeah. there's no chance that team can compete in this no. Uh, the Range Goats, uh, Bubba Watson, T- Tyler Gooch, Harold Varner, and Thomas Peters, who was mad that he didn't get in the Genesis this week, but yeah. there might have been some closed-door conversations as to why. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. he was just going to get to play and then go over there? Like, that's what he was hoping? Like, um, he also... Someone spilled the beans that he was going. I think that's sneaky. Or did he go team. because he didn't get in? Ooh. I mean, you think you would have had that quick after? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't let me into this. I'm leaving. Yeah. That's pretty good. Hey, guys, though. can I still get in on your team? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. This guy sucks. You're in. Because <laughs> that's the best team, I think. Sneaky good if Bubba comes to play. And last but not least, the Stinger, Oosthuizen, Schwartzel, Grace, and Burmeester, the South African team. That's also pretty good. That team could be good. There's yeah. like four or I five mean, I don't good care, teams. But- Four or five good teams. I mean, I'm still not going to watch any of it. I might watch final round if it. Yeah, if I got you'll be else. just glued to CW. You're watching this. <laughs> CW. <laughs> uh, next. <laughs> next. Uh, next on the list. Uh, I just wrote down the TGL gets more watered down every week. <laughs> well, Xander and Rose joined this week. Oh yeah. But so people are probably just like all excited, like they're getting all these guys. When in reality, all it's going to mean is there's only going to be like a couple of them every week. Great. So, like, Tiger's probably going to play once, you know? Yeah, like I know what you mean, yeah. Because now they have more interchangeable parts. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, they don't want – these guys don't want to be doing this every Monday or whenever it is. Yeah, it's like these four this Monday, these four. They need, like, 16. So they do once a month. Yeah, it sounds it's like something we just talked about, some sort of <laughs> similar type thing. But um, Yeah, but those guys have to play every tournament. <laughs> <laughs> For a lot more money. Um, that that's really all we had for news. We can go Perfect. around the world. Um, Champions Tour, the Chubb Classic, won by the guy that I said is <laughs> on the last decline. Week. Last week, I said this guy's done. He ain't winning again. Bernhard Longer. You said that on the yeah, pod. I, I think did. He's, he wow. said something about Alker, and then we haven't heard anything from Bernhard in a while. I think he's done. Yeah, I said did he's you, on the decline. He won't win again. But you didn't know that he was anchoring. So that's that right. So does this that changes does the, this count? That changes like, that everything. That is cheating. He's clearly anchoring. Like his <laughs> arm is the, yeah. the shirt don't lie. Yeah. That thing is it's, creased. It's oh, funny because yeah. all he's the way that he's hidden it is by like lifting his wrist off. So then it looks like his wrist is hovering, but he didn't think people were gonna notice that his whole forearm's there. Yeah. Cheater. Um I, but I mean he, he listens to the pot. He clearly think? listens to the pot. He doesn't give a shit though. No. He's like, okay, what DQ me. Yeah. I got forty four other wins on this tour. Yeah. Uh, trophy was a big glass vase, lazy stuff. Um, 
Mike Weir finished 55th. And one thing I wanted to point out, Sandy Lyle withdrew from this tournament after he went, withdrew after nine holes. Finished that nine, bogey quad, bogey, bogey, birdie, then withdrew. <laughs> no, knows he still got it. Out on Re- top. Yeah. Regroup, yeah, try again. I'm going to play in the Masters. <laughs> Regroup, try another day. I don't think he's playing in the Masters this year. Or is it no. the Open that he stopped playing in? Uh, I, th- I, I think I think Lyle's still in the Masters. Mize is out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think that's who. Because Mize is the suspenders guy. Yes. Yeah, he's that done. That was last year. Yeah. Finished. Yeah. Uh, no tournament on the Corn Ferry, LPGA, or PGA Tour of Canada. Um, and DP World Tour, the Thailand Classic, won by Thorborn Olison. All I wrote down is, I hope you got a private jet. Because <laughs> after winning that thing on a commercial flight, look out, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Harv never forgets. Harv never forgets. <laughs> Those scandals, like they got to be burning your brain for these type of situations. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but how about that island hole that never gets talked about? No, you got to take a boat to it. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, like it's like yeah. <laughs> or is it the dumbest hole in the world? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another vase, but more of like a pint glass style vase trophy for this one. So call it what it is. I wonder uh, what the drop area was. If you just have to retee. Has or, to be a retee. Yeah, yeah. retee for sure. What if it was another island, like thirty <laughs> yards left? That'd be sick. That would be quick stop on take the it, boat. Take it yeah. to the island of shame. The island of shame. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this is a missed opportunity <laughs> yeah. if they're not doing that or having Make plans. Them, they gotta swim. <laughs> yeah, you gotta swim, swim over to the drop. island of shame. <laughs> I mean, that's a great up. idea, but you gotta make it the 18th hole then, because yes. you can't play another yeah. hole soaking and you wet. Don't, you don't have. You get you get a boat to take you to the island, but then you gotta swim to the green. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Like that would that would be that's how you get eyes on the game of golf. Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe they fence off so there's not like sharks or anything in the water, but <laughs> give them a life jacket too for the guys that can't swim. But uh bullet was seventy second. So no Canadians. Haven't had in a bullet update in a while. Yeah. yeah. And the last one, uh Monday Q for this upcoming Honda tournament. Um the Cootie family. Yeah. Parker. Parker Cootie. No, Pearson Cootie's already in. Yeah, Parker is. There's a playoff tomorrow morning. Oh, that he's in. There's five in the playoff for for two spots, I think. Oh and, yeah, and oh. and their dad is on Parker's bag, so it could be a real family affair if he gets in. Wow, I hope so. Yeah, great story there. Yes, that's, that's all I had for news. Right on. Time to get into the pick Dave, recap. David Dubay interview. Yeah. Oh right. Uh, Picks after. We're gonna. We're going to put it in the Dubai interview. Thanks to Double D for catching up with us. Talked uh, a little bit of redundancy here with some of the things we talked about, but I think we got a little bit more into it with him. Uh, so we're going to plop that in right now, and then we'll be back after. We're going to see if Canute picks up his phone, and uh, we'll he get into picks. Hopefully he does the preview. Uh, he might do the preview. It's going to stink if he does it. but Well, I hope he did the live preview at the very least. Oh god, Time will tell. All right. Hope you enjoy this interview. We'll be back after. Maddie B, I'm here uh, today with Canoop and and to this week on the show. Uh, it's a couple weeks removed from Pebble Beach, but we're happy to once again. It's becoming a tradition on this show. Uh, good friend David Dubay joins us from the uh, the sunny shores of California. Thanks, Double D, for joining us. Always my pleasure to come on with you guys. Yes. So um, as I mentioned, we're a little bit removed from Pebble, but I do want to backtrack and. And kind of start there. Um, I guess first off, uh, 
how was the event? Uh, how was leading up to the event? Because uh, we kind of chatted a little bit about this, but uh, not the greatest conditions leading up to it. And uh, I know pictures were going around uh, the internet as far as what that place looked like with some of the flooding and, and rains that were going on. And and I guess, tell us tell us more about that. Well, we've been in a drought for, gosh, I don't know how many years. Felt good while we were in it. Um, of course, we needed the rain, and then we got, I, I think, 25 out of 28 days of rain. We had 26 inches of rain here in 25 days. So, you know, you get to a point where there's flooding, the rivers are flooding, they're filling. But the ground gets super saturated, and literally the rain comes down, and it's bubbling up out of the ground. So there was not a lot of golf to be had, not a lot of practice to be had. I did spend a lot of time at a simulator, which I could have done in Saskatchewan if I had known better. Um, uh, and you know how much we all love hitting off of mats. Uh, but they got the courses ready for the tournament. Um, they were in great shape until the forecast came for high winds. And then uh, we can get into that. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that was kind of the, the biggest thing leading up to it. Uh, obviously following weather reports, things like that. And, and some of the, uh, you know, the media that's out on the course and, you know, showing some of these wins and, and then obviously it went around uh, Twitter saying, Hey, would you play 500 bucks to, to golf in this at Pebble right now? And <laughs> it was, I think it was a resounding no. So to, I can only imagine what happened come tournament time when you guys, you kind of had to deal with that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of have been lucky enough to play 12 years in this event, and I caught, kind of cut it into fours. I've had four years of phenomenal weather where everyone wants to live in the Monterey Peninsula. Four years of just so-so, like normal weather like we'd be used to, and it's okay. A little cool, a little warm, not bad. And then four years of just weather. And this was one of the four years of just weather. So you you take off your rain jacket and within a hole, you're like, I jinxed the group. Like it's pouring rain and it's windy and you put your raincoat on and your rain pants on. So we went back and forth and back and forth. It was a tough year um, for weather. And I could just, I would share this with you in the practice rounds, the greens were running. I would say at the slowest 12 plus at Pebble to 13 plus at MPCC. And we showed up to tee off MPCC. We were the first guys off. First balls in the air for the tournament was our group. And we're, I was on the practice green just putting before. And I was like, seriously? Like, this is at least three slower on the centimeter. Like, and I literally walked up to Adam Shank, my pro, and I was like, is this as bad as I think it is? He goes, they're slow. And we went off in the course, and I would say it was a day of everybody coming up short on almost every putt all day long because you just could not adjust to it. And then you saw later in the day there were the balls were rolling on uh, ninth green at MPCC, and there's a guy out there with a hose spraying the green down. And I'm thinking to myself, how is this fair for anybody coming into to nine? Like, the balls won't be rolling at all. So they really slowed the greens down a lot and they get grainy and bumpy when they're long. Yeah. But I think they didn't have a choice. They had to get the tournament in and it wasn't 
they had one delay, and if you'd have had two, like a, there would have been a Monday night finish instead of a Monday morning finish. Wow. So, so with that, are they like they keep the same pins for the same three days? So everybody kind of experiences those. How do they deal with the different green speeds then? Do they keep that? So say they slowed it down to a 10. Are they going to keep it at a 10 all three days? Yeah, they're not going to okay. change it after that. So we we played preferred lies, which I was shocked the first day when they said preferred lies. Um, but they clearly had a better weather forecast than all the ones I was looking at. And as it turned out, it was a better forecast because they had wind and there was rain off and on kind of every one of the three days. So, so they knew and, you know, they just have to manage those greens and make sure that the experience is not going to be identical. The pins are going to be within a foot. And I would say that the green speeds were within two or three inches every day. Like they'd put a quick mow on them, but they might put some water down. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know, I know just kind of following that tournament and obviously uh, the Monday finish and, and, you know, obviously seeing some of the, you know, some of the different conditions and, and struggles. I know it kind of took a little bit. I do want to talk about it because I know you got lots to say about it, but one guy who wasn't struggling out there seemed to be uh, Mr. Uh, immunization himself. Uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, uh, did you run into him at all? Did uh, did many others run into him? Was there was it just kind of behind the scenes, like what the hell's going on here? Or tell us a little bit about that. Well, we really didn't. I, th- I think none of us really caught wind. I caught wind of it on day two when I saw Ben's score, and I was like, "That's <laughs> really not possible. Like that's just not possible." You know, mathematics, and you can figure it out. He couldn't contribute that many strokes. One day, you know, we we can all career on one day and just scrape it around and, like, make everything. You can't do that two days in a row. And so then people started posting his actual index. And what are you going to do? You know what? They want Aaron Rodgers on CBS on Sunday. As it turns out, he couldn't make it to Sunday. Uh, (laughs) But it's a joke. Like, Look, I'm not going to lie. It's a joke. You give me the same equivalent strokes. I'm playing as a 16. I'm boat racing the field too. Like, but all of a sudden there'd be 35 or 40 guys doing that same thing. But when you're a three, you know, you could shoot two under. And in those conditions, you can say, I haven't picked up a club since training camp. (laughs) Well, then I'm not picking up a club again until next year. If that's what's going to happen. So let's put it this way. I think a lot of people will lose a lot of respect for him because in the end, the tournament can give you whatever strokes you want. You have to go and say, they give me 60 and I'd be like, no way. I couldn't show up at a golf course I play and not be harassed for the rest of my life if you give me that. Like, I can't do it. That's not fair. It's not right. So apparently, you know, I think... I've just come out of my four days in a dark isolation thing. And my conclusion of that is that that's still cheating. It's still cheating. It was cheating before I went in the dark room. It's still cheating now. And, and you know, when I heard Keith Mitchell, God bless him for calling him out. I, it was the right thing to do. Yeah. It's just, well, it's just the right thing to do. So yeah. I think I read on Twitter that they'll take your handicap and then they'll add however many, just because of the course setups. 
So is that kind of how it works for you? Like, what do you play off of? And do you play off that same number for the tournament? I'm an eight one on gin and on um, RCG, whatever golf Canada is. And then I got nine shots. Really? He's okay. a three and he got 10. Interesting. <laughs> I felt bad for Silverman too, because I mean, he just, he had just come off his win on the Corn Ferry Tour, and he's just like, yeah, I get to play with Aaron Rodgers. This is going to be awesome. This is going to be the week of a lifetime. And then all of a sudden, this shit happens. And it's just like, oh, my God. And then they have to celebrate because they won, and he's not even playing. He didn't make the cut. It's just – Oh, no, but 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 Aaron looks so ha- – I've never seen – I haven't seen him that happy since he won the Super Bowl, and that's a long time ago. <laughs> like, he was just giggling, so happy, so thrilled, and Ben's just sitting there going – I get to go back to the corn ferry, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I, I'm I'm sure he had to. He ha- I have to give the guy enough credit to say he had to be embarrassed, but not embarrassed enough to give back the trophy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So with that, if if every, there were no interruptions with the tournament, uh, and Sunday comes, does Ben get to play Sunday if he had technically missed the cut, but they were still in it? Yeah, so if you make the cut with your amateur, so there's two tournaments in one, professional tournament and the pro-am. If you make your cut with the amateur, yes, you're supposed to stay and you are supposed to play with him. Okay. So what you don't want a guy is going, I'm not going to make any money because you can win. He would have won 100 grand. Well, actually, he technically did win 100 grand because they won the pro-am. So Ben Silverman made almost as much as he did winning the Corn Ferry event. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> which, which, you know, I, I personally think if you can just get the handicaps right, you should make one. I think this event will be a designated event next year. Um, and I know that some of the pros will fight hard to go, let's make it two courses, not three. Let's only have the amateurs play two days, not potentially four. And I think it would be the biggest mistake ever because this is the most important event on tour other than the majors and the players. Hands down the most important. It's raised over $200 million for charity locally and no other events reached $100 million. Yeah. And the thing I would share with you is that after the four majors and the players, this is the number one rated television golf event in the world. And what that says is it actually is growing the game. It's not just bringing out the hardcore golfer, us three. We're, we're going to watch every event no matter what. I don't care if the field is us three. I'm going to watch a replay of us three playing. You know, you're, you're a hardcore golf fan. You're going to watch. People come. They come to the course to see the course. They come walk around to see the celebrities. They're watching on TV to see the athletes and the celebrities. It's a big deal. And there is millions of dollars every year transacted on the golf course between AMs and pros in terms of sponsorship deals. So uh, it's the only one in the world other than the Dunhill Links now. And no way DP Tour is getting rid of Dunhill Links. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it it is hugely important to the tour that they keep a tradition like this because it the tour is still about making money for charity not just for the pros so you give them 20 million dollar purse here next year they're going to show up with bells on yeah and 
you know, I think if you can get the handicaps figured out, charge all the AMs extra money and increase the purse and make first, second, and third worth something for those pros. And and that would be a big deal too. Great. Great. Did you, uh, one last thing before you kind of move on off AT&T, did you end up having your uh, annual get together prior to the tournament? Yeah, you know, we, we we do. It was just smaller this year. We made the decision. We said, well, I just want to, relax everybody leave at nine o'clock so I can get to bed. So we have a smaller, uh, we have a smaller party because they've kind of shaken things up. You have a big party the night before now. um, They call the pairings party and all the players are there and all the entertainers are there at the hell of a night. So having one, the Wednesday night kind of didn't seem as important this year. So we still have a good time. But uh, and it was a fantastic week. It was especially good to play on, to be able to play on Sunday, have five holes we had to finish, and to get up and go through your routine, get ready, and play your five holes, and then say, well, now I can have some cocktails and go hang out with my friends, and and that made it as good as nobody else could play any more on Sunday than I did, other than the pros. So you know what, it felt good, and it was a fantastic finish. I didn't go out Monday because. We had one guy in the top 10, but I thought, I'm going to lie in bed and watch from bed. And if he gets close, I'm only five minutes away. I can rip over there and help him out. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, you talked about kind of tying this together as far as, you know, one of the, the tournaments that raises the most money and, and you know, a, a stalwart on the tour for a long time. And it tangents directly into the waste management and goes from kind of that one that raises the most money and does the most for the, the, uh, the tour to the one that's the highest attended and kind of the party atmosphere. Um, did you have a chance to take some of that in um, as far as not only watching on TV, but did you make it down to Phoenix at all for the, for the event? I didn't, you know, I played in the pro-am, the Wednesday pro-am there twice. Um, I have two third place Kachina dolls, which are very cool in my office. Uh, and, and it's a party like it is. It's fantastic for the game. It's not for everyone. Um, you know, Sunday at least is a serious day of golf. They're much better. Saturday is a complete gong show. Yep. But I still believe that to have one event like that a year that pulls in more people and exposes them to is still fantastic. And, you know, the players love it. Every golfer wants to be a rock star and every rock star wants to be a golfer. And for one day a year, those players get to feel like rock stars except they don't generally boo rock stars but they'll (laughs) boo you on 16 if you don't hit the green um and so you know i know they raise a pile of money like we swap places uh, at&t swap places with them when the nfl went to 17 games because waste management didn't want to lose the super bowl sunday finish Mm -hmm. because all those people those tens tens of thousands 50s hundreds of thousands of people go over to the bird's nest and watch the game there. And they make another million dollars just off the booze sales at the bird's nest from everyone watching the, watching it in the concert afterwards. So it, it's good that everybody kind of gets along and says, that's a tradition for the waste management. You guys get after it. And when they have a year like this year, where they've got the Super Bowl in Phoenix, you can imagine most of those people weren't going to the game anyway, but they want to find a place to watch it. So it's good. Yeah. That's kind of our thoughts too. It's uh, well, we talked about this, obviously this past week, as far as 
it's uh it's got a lot of you know obviously praise as far as growing the game and it seems like uh, i had the uh thought of I would rather see that from a distance It's at times just because I know that the absolute chaos that it can be, uh, I kind of harped on the logistics of it. Like that's the big thing for me is I'm good. I, I would have fun, but then as soon as the fun was over, it's like, okay, how the hell do I get out of here? Like, it's Yeah. Uh, and it's a, ha- it, it's a hassle. They do a phenomenal job. Like they, they actually do an amazing job of moving people around, but even those Wednesdays, you know, you get off the course and the first thing I'm like, we're just going to the beer tent, wherever it is, closest to my finishing hole. You go have a couple and then it's like, let's get out of here before everyone's leaving. There's just so many people leaving at the same time. But it's a party. They go to party and golf is kind of just the entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's uh, we're taping this on on Thursday night. Um, so I'm going to put you on the spot here. Speaking of parties, obviously... Uh, Basically, we're doing this right after Tiger Woods returns at the Genesis and and shoots sixty nine. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you for some thoughts on Tiger's return, his first round, and then this is going into the episode after the Genesis. So keep in mind whatever you say moving forward will be either cold takes exposed or <laughs> you will be uh, you will be looked at as, as a genius. So tread lightly. I mean. Tiger's return is fantastic. And finishing birdie, birdie, birdie just is this. It's the stuff of legends. I mean, the game needs this guy at 47 years of age. It's stunning to think that he is still the needle for, for the PGA tour. I will make this quick observation, which is, you know, he has an intermittent limp is what I'm going to say about Tiger. You know, and I was explaining it to my wife. I said, you know, he, he limps some of the time because it covers if he hits a bad shot and he looks <laughs> even better if he hits a good one. And then other times on the greens, he doesn't limp at all. And I just go, hmm. Anyway, he's still good. He's great for the <laughs> game. Mahomes, same guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to tongue kiss you because you're exactly right. <laughs> It's like I'm I'm a downer cow all of a sudden when, <laughs> for sympathy and don't get me started on the Super Bowl. All I'm going to say is you nailed it. Thank you. That's well, it. I wanted to get you started. That's why I said it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you I, did it. I got it on my list of stuff. I, I, don't, I don't mind interrupting Genesis talk talk about that Super Bowl. Oh, finish no, Tiger. no, we're going to finish Tiger and Genesis. Um, I found it very odd that he decided to pick. Well, not this tournament, but just the temperatures and what he's going to have to go. Obviously, he gets the afternoon morning wave. So not only did he have to do that today, but he's going to be out there in the morning when it's cold, 14 hours rest. We'll we'll see if that uh, limp shows up tomorrow or not. We'll see if he drives himself to the course or not. That's a bigger (laughs) risk. Hopefully, he gets a driver to take him out there. Where's hard? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have anyway, you been out to this course? Have yeah, you, Riff's you played beautiful. Riff? Yeah, I haven't played it. I'm, I've been nope. invited, and I've got a standing invitation. And the worst part is, I I think for me personally, when I look at it, I think it's one of the top three courses I've ever seen in my life. I'd like to yeah. see the elevation changes because you can't tell as much off television as we all know from Augusta. But I just think it's stunning. I think the sight lines, the shot making required. 
I would say I can't wait to go play it. So it's shitty because I would tell you this even if I hadn't seen the round today. But I'm making my U.S. Open pick, and it's Max Homa. And Max Homa and SoCal is like Tiger and SoCal. Why did Tiger play? Because he knows these greens. He knows the grass. He knows everything about Southern California golf. It gives him a huge advantage to come out there, independent of the temperature or anything else. He loves to play golf in Southern California, and his record, as you know, is incredible. And I think Max Homa is very much the same way. And uh, even though he won, I think he won the NC2As at uh, at LA Country Club where they're having the U.S. Open this year. But when I saw him post a 64 today, I was like, that is zero surprise to me. I think he's yeah. going to play great this week. I mean, Keith Mitchell's been on a heater for the last three or four, excuse me, tournaments. And Rom's Rom. Uh, I mean, he's going to play great. But look out for Homa. And I think if Tiger makes the cut and plays the weekend, you're going to see higher ratings than the AT&T. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody wants to see Tiger. For sure. Well, it, it helps, too, that, I mean, with the with the West Coast tournament, like, Tiger ended in prime time on the East Coast. So, mm-hmm. like, that was that was something, too, to, to get a lot of eyes on it. And if he's playing on the weekend and, you know, you just move that timeline back a few hours – all the way on the East coast, you get more eyes on, on it. The, you know, the more it gets into prime time. So it'd be very interesting to see. Uh, I think Bronell said it's going to be 62 or 82 tomorrow. I think were his words. No in between. <laughs> <laughs> Who's picking. Okay. I want to hear a number out of everybody. What does he shoot tomorrow? 73. 73. Damn it. So 74. 70. 70. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 69-70 probably both both make the cut for sure. 74. Yeah. 74 I'm not yeah. sure but be close. Yeah. Um yeah, so we talked about Tiger. Another thing I wanted we wanted to touch base uh Netflix full swing document came out. Uh have you, are you are you going to watch? Do you have any huh. interest in that? Is a bear shit in the woods? <laughs> of course I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I binge watch um the F1 uh, Drive to Survive when it first came out. I love it. Of course, my last thing before going to bed last night was, what time can you start downloading it? And I was like, I'm not staying up that late. <laughs> so I first thing this, or sorry, it was two nights ago. So last night I downloaded them all because I, I have some travel I got to do this week. Uh, and I watched the first three episodes. And my only observation is going to be this. It, it, guys, they don't try travel in private jets like that all the yeah. time. Like, like we're talking about the top 2% of golfers and they're usually three or four of them on a plane traveling together. So it looks cool. The truth is that most of the tour is, you know, they're traveling on Southwest and United and everything else. And it's not nearly as glamorous as that looks, even when they win, even when they win. Yeah, well, at that end, I don't think that Netflix or the producers were too excited about uh, getting the entire film crew onto a commercial jet to fly to the next spot. Like, because if, if they're going to follow middle guys, let's say mid pack guys, you know, eighty to eighty to hundred next year on the FedEx Cup, well, you got to get fifteen people on the plane just to just to be able to do the production. So, well, I'm looking forward. 
I mean, you don't right. have to record them when they're on the planes either. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to because I know they got Joel Damon on there, and Joel ain't traveling on private jets. No. I mean, so so it, you pick up those guys on the ground, and you pick up the high flyers in the air because yeah. it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, we're hoping to. Obviously, I, I only watched episode one. I got two and three on the docket after this uh, after this interview. Uh, but yeah, it'll it's a it's an evening binge for sure. I'm sure we'll all have it done within a week here. So um, it's good. It's good for the game. It's good. Uh, I've only seen ep- episode one, but it seems like uh, I hope they pick up a little bit. I'm not didn't think one was all that great, but yeah, I so, hear four is good. Yeah, yeah. I I think that I'm curious to see how the rest of them end up going. If it's just going to end up catering to maybe the hardcore golf fans like us, or if it's going to end up staying kind of middle of the road to try to uh, the middle of the pack for all of those viewers to try to pull those people in. I don't know if it's going to end up working, but um, so far, so far I'm not sure. Yeah. If it's going to meet kind of our expectations, because going in, I was, I, I was enthralled. I thought it was going to be amazing. We were going to get such a good look inside of everything, but, um, I'm not quite there yet with it, but because they're explaining what a par is and stuff yes. like that. That's, or what? Exactly, well, that's exactly what I was going to say. As yeah. soon as I saw that, I'm like, Oh, I know what their target market is. Cause it ain't me. Cause I think yeah. I know what a bar is. Yeah. So my question, do you guys watch drive to survive the F1 I've, series? I've watched some of it. Yeah. I never have, but I've heard so, it's pretty in depth, right? Like yeah. They, it's, yeah, it's phenomenal. And, and it's really in depth because you, I mean, these guys are even worse than golfers in terms of they got a helmet on, they're inside a car, you don't see them. So you don't have any idea of their personality. You don't have any idea what they go through, at least in golf for the hardcore fans. You know, you see interviews after, you see some things that you don't see it as much. I thought Drive to Survive was epically good, like really well done. And I've been a Formula One fan since I was 12 years old, like used to stay up when it was only on CBC and they only showed it after the late news on Sunday night, I'd stay up. My parents would let me stay up and I'd watch the race till two in the morning. Golf is a little bit different. And so I think what they're trying to do is capture that same sentiment. We'll see as we get through it. When you get into the next couple of episodes, you see they, they focus in each one is focused on a different player pretty much. So when they do Brooks Kepka, you Let's regroup. We can do this offline and see how you feel about it after you see the Kepka episode. Yeah. I've heard. Because what I would say is it, that's Brooks. Yeah. It, Brooks is exactly what Brooks is. And you get to see who Brooks I, I knew who Brooks was, but you'll get to see who Brooks is. And everybody gets to make their own mind up whether they like that person, don't like that person. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, uh, I think that's that's episode two, right? Yeah, I I would. The only other thing I would say is this is one, and I know it's not Netflix philosophy, but I would have released these one every week so you didn't binge. Like, so you could anticipate the next one and then anticipate. I think there is something to that, a predictability of anticipating it. Because, yeah, if I didn't have meetings kind of this morning, I would have just stayed up all night and watched all eight episodes because. I'll probably watch them five or six times. Like I know I'll watch it and pick up new things, but for the average fan, I think they got to get them engaged somehow. Um, and then 
once they know the characters, and this will be the interesting thing to me, is you've got the live thing. Sorry, not foreshadowing what you're going to ask, but you know, you've got the live separation in this year. It's the most eventful year in the history of the PGA Tour. So you go, half these guys are gone next year. When they do next year, these guys don't exist anymore. And they're going to have to bring in a new cast of characters. That will be different than Drive to Survive, where one or two drivers fall off and they're not in it. You have one or two new characters. Now you almost have half the half your field of actors disappear. So it'll be fun to watch. Yeah, yep. I think I think that's a great way to kind of tangent in. Obviously, with with full swing, you see, you know, you see Poulter, you see Kepka, and then now watching it a year later, it's like, well, these guys aren't even on the tour anymore. And to follow that, I'm excited to see how how in depth we get into that process of of what happens. You know, maybe there's a little pull the curtain back on how that went. But now looking back at everything that's happened with live and obviously they're going through announcing their teams right now. Uh, we got, we know, we know eight of the 12 teams today. Has your opinion on that changed? Um, as far as, is it good for the game? Do you agree with how they're doing it? The basically we haven't talked to you since it's become a thing. So I'm just kind of curious on your thoughts. And I know we've had differing opinions. We you know, some of us were completely against it. Uh, some of us are warming up to it a little bit. Uh, but, I'm curious to hear your thoughts. We we did talk to him about the Canadian Open about it a, quite yes. a bit. But. Awesome. Yeah, 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 we did. Off we did. Are you guys Are you guys going this year? Uh, I think I think I I'm going to be there for a little bit, but I don't think the whole crew's going this year. Okay, we're saving up for Presidents yeah. Cup next year. Well, we could take it offline then. Um, uh, on the live thing, you know, I've been warned by my partner. Don't say anything. Everybody wants a live deal, and I'm like, I don't really care. You know, uh, my view is pretty simple. I don't think it'll be around in two years. You can do a little research about the Chinese Premier Soccer League, which was stealing all the top players in the world about five years ago, paying them ridiculous amounts of money. When you're in a place where one guy makes all the decisions, one guy can change his mind like that. Um and the, that Chinese soccer league doesn't exist anymore. So all those guys went away. They took their money and they're gone. Um, who was the most recent announcement? Uh, Munoz and Mito. Mito and Mito. Sorry, but that's that's like a fart in a hurricane. Who really cares? Do you even know if it happened? Like that's that's irrelevant to anyone in the world of golf. So where's their momentum? They made zero in revenues last year. They have a, they were on YouTube last year and now they're on the CW this year. YouTube, oh, their final event, which was a $40 million event at Trump Doral, their team championship drew 17,000 viewers. Do you know what the Rick Shields golf show drives in viewership on YouTube every week? Every week of the year? Like, no. Thousands. It's two. It's two hundred times that. No, it's like yeah. over a million views a week. Yeah, and you go. That's Rick Shields. So I don't see. They're saying now one hundred percent of revenue this year is going to come from selling what? What? What's the team? Hot balls, fireballs. I got burning <laughs> balls. So, something. I've got the clap. I don't know what Both the balls. team name is. Yeah, like blue balls. They should call them blue balls. 
um, they, they've got they've got these stupid names that some Saudi prince's kid drew up the logos on. Now they're changing them up, and 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 I I just look at it and I go, this is gaining zero traction. Um, they're going to have to replace a bit like um, the the show on Netflix is going to have to replace half its field in the next two years because. They're too old. Phil's too old. I mean, Poulter's going to be too old. You go through this list. Richard Bland, I mean, he hadn't won a, a, an event on the DP tour in 20 years. He wins one, and then he gets free money to show up every week. Yeah. They're, paying, they're paying 20 guys $150,000 an event not to play because yeah. they're, no longer on, they're no longer on a team. So I don't blame the guys for taking the easy money. And, you know, my dad taught me a long time ago. He says, anybody can be bought. It's keeping them bought that's the problem. Because it just keeps costing more and more. And I think I, I, I think that they can't keep their executives. The only one still around is the one that everyone hates, which is Norman. <laughs> so what's the future of the tour? They lost the guy from Formula One. They lost the guy from the PGA Tour. They've lost everybody. This is going to wallow around for another year. Uh, they'll make it out like they show big crowds in their pictures and no one's really there. I don't think it's gained any interest. I have no interest in a debate about is it the world golf rankings if the best players in the world aren't, aren't in it. I don't know if they're the best anymore. I, I, I don't know if they're in the best. They're not playing PGA Tour events. They're not playing against the best. So... I'm fine with them losing their original world golf ranking points. I don't think they should earn them. And decisions have consequences. We all learned that. Our parents taught that to us. They have consequences. And the consequence for them is you're rich and irrelevant. Yep. And they never cared about world rank points when they went over there. But now they do. They wanted to, they wanted to play less, Brownell. They yes. said, I want to I wanna play less golf. Now that I'm playing less, I want to play in everyone's events. I want to play the DP World Tour. I want to play the PGA Tour. Sounds to me like you want to play more golf, not less golf. I know. Yeah. I like the money. It was always the money. Who doesn't like the money? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> likes, I like the money. But in the end, you got to have some integrity. And you don't say you're growing the game when you're growing your wallet. I'm fine with having all these designated events. I mean, Pebble got screwed this year. They got screwed three years ago. Remember when they gave the eight guys their exemptions to go play in Saudi Arabia on the condition that you have to play two of the next three years at the AT&T. Then they all buggered off to live and they're never going to play in. Mm -hmm. Then the, then the tour goes out and gives the designations to the two events after Pebble, then the Honda, then the next three, because it's the Bay Hill, the players and one other that are all, uh, uh, enhanced events. So you got five of six weeks, not including Pebble. They're all going to be $20 million events in a year. They're all going to be $20 million events and let the players pick where they want to play, but don't let them get paid other than the pip money um, for just showing up. Yeah. Do you, do you think that there, that's the, uh, the maybe smallest silver lining to all of this is that, PGA has enhanced some of the purses uh, as a result of this. Well, yeah, that's the silver lining if you're a player, for sure. If 
for fans, is that a silver lining? Are you you feeling better about things? I don't think it makes a difference. It doesn't make a lick of difference when we watch it, what it, they're playing for. How much. Do you know what the purse is on the U.S. Open or Augusta this year? Do, do you care? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, none of us care. I don't care if they're making $250 billion on the event or they're playing for free. It's a major. We care about the fact, the stature of winning it, what it means to your career. Do you care yep. if a guy won $1.7 million last year in the waste management or 3.6 this year? doesn't matter to me. I think I think that's entirely the reason why these guys are concerned about uh, world golf ranking points is they've made that decision. They realize, oh, majors are really important and I really want to win one. <laughs> I wish I could play in them. Yeah, and most of the guys on live, not most, but a tremendous amount of their stars have exemptions either for life in, in the Masters or in other majors for five or ten years. So they're going to get into them. It's just if you're not in the top 50 in the world, you're going to have to go through either qualifiers or you don't get to play those events. So we're going to see a lot of live guys in a lot of majors coming up. Why are we watching and why are they playing? When it comes to the majors, they're not playing for the money and we're not watching because they're playing for money. Are you going to watch an event as a hardcore golf fan? I think it's fair to say all all of us are hardcore golf fans. Are you going to watch an event because it's worth more money? No. No. I don't care. I don't care if it's a John Deere uh, or a Sanderson Farms. If that's the only event on, that's the one I'm watching. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I agree. Yeah, I, I do have a question. We had talked, you've kind of mentioned a little bit the elevated events, and you said five of six weeks. The schedule is obviously going to change quite a bit next year. Do you think that's their ideal scenario? Uh, is having back to back or five of six weeks being elevated events, or are they going to spread them out quite a bit, you think, next year? You know, we're getting ri- rid of the wraparound schedule. I always thought that was. As unfortunate a term as the DP World Tour, they're both, I don't know what it is about golf and inappropriate references, but so we're going to get rid of the fall tour. Isn't the real answer to this whole problem? I love Jay Monahan. He's a smart guy, but you need a business guy to say, hey, Liv, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make peace. We're going to go from January 1st until September 1st. You can go from September 1st till December 31st. Your players can play on our tour. Our players can play on your tour. It's a free-for-all. It's all about making the players more money. Let Liv have what the PGA Tour doesn't want, which is to compete with the NFL for viewership. Let them do it. Let them compete with, on Saturdays, on their final round, college football in the U.S. They're going to get no traction. We can make peace again, make the fields work again, let everyone get along Grow the game, which is a joke. It's about growing wallets. If you really want to grow the game, then let's have a 52-week-a-year schedule and let guys choose when they play. PGA Tour said they're not even going to play those weeks anyway. So why not let them do it and let's get past all of this? Mm -hmm. It's really good. I had a friend try to If they'd ever do it. Yeah, I had a friend try to explain that's how kind of cricket does it. They have test cricket where they will go and play. They'll release all the best players. They'll go and play those the shorter matches so they're not taking two, three days. Uh, and then they all come back to their club teams and kind of 
play like that. So it would make sense to do something like that, where the fall ends up being where all of those players can come together. And like you said, you get to go up against the NFL. So either it succeeds or doesn't, and it's no skin off the PGA Tour's back. Yeah. That's just one guy's view. <laughs> awesome. Uh, all right. Well, kind of want to wrap up with obviously uh, some some local stuff. Um, I, I guess uh, first question is, when are you coming home? And uh, how how's your summer shaping up? It's harder and harder to come home. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie to you, <laughs> um, but we'll we'll come home soon. Uh, yeah, can you get rid of the snow and open the course up? Um, so soon, and you know what does the year look like? Looking forward to um, a bunch of kind of member, member, and member guest events at clubs. I'm going to make the most of them this year. I'm going to get out to the Canadian Open. I was going to say, get host you guys at my club out there for a day. Maybe that would be a motive. Maybe. maybe. We'll see. I guess, um, I'm probably going to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so lots of golf. Maybe you guys can come visit Riverside again this year and play with me instead of somebody else. But if not, that's okay too. You know, probably play the mid-am and the senior and I'm going to try to play as much as I can. I had my 59th birthday a couple of days ago, and I'm still doing the stack system to gain distance. And guess what, guys? It works. And he's a U of S grad. Sasha McKenzie, the number one swing guy that uh, Matt Fitzpatrick thanked uh, when he won the U.S. Open, said I wouldn't have won it without the extra yardage. Got his Ph.D. from the University of Saskatchewan. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, and he's the guru on tour. So I've been using his system in – Shockingly enough, it works. Even I'm getting longer. Um, you said you're going to play the mid? Yeah, I'm going to play the mid for sure. Perfect. I'm going to get boat raced by you, but I'm going to play it anyway. You got to be in the arena, man. You got to step in there. That's awesome. So can... Nice. Good. Yeah. Oh, uh, go ahead. Go bro. ahead. No, no I know what you're going to ask. Oh, I just said, you mentioned uh, Riverside. We're. We're almost at March Madness bracket season time, and uh, I think we're doing maybe best hole in Saskatchewan this year. Uh, spoiler alert there. So what is your best hole at Riverside? What is the best hole at Riverside? You know, I'm torn between two. One is 10. I love 10 because, you Me know, what? you probably get, you get your first beer of the day. You probably get a little snack at the turn, and then you're just – Make the turn into that north wind, just ready to get kicked in the teeth. And that's yeah. what I love about 10. I love 14, though. 14 off the blacks is it's a test of golf. Again, you're kind of almost always into a quartering win. It's that dog leg left. You miss left, yeah. you're dead. I mean, it's long enough to really test your golf game. So I love those two holes. Those are my two favorites. I should I like holes that are yeah. easy. Instead of like say, holes I get beat up on. I was going to say, I love that you picked the hardest because I do the same thing for our course. I think 15, four, they're just great golf holes. Yeah. Is 14 and, and the one the slope out front? The, the heavy slope out front or which one's? No, no, no. 14 is a dog leg left. You kind of cut left right as you get to the netting. That's kind of gross to say. The oh, netting yep. by the driving range there. Yep. Um, Got it. But it, it it's just, I, I find that the hard holes make you focus. When you, you get up on that tee box and you are focused on 
I got to get the ball in play in a certain part of the fairway or else I have no chance. And I, I just, I don't know if golf was about the easy parts, we just, we just play the easy holes over and over again. We all like easy courses and you don't like easy courses. You like to be challenged. Yeah. Unless you're Pat and Kazire. <laughs> He's going to be so upset if they get rid of all those fall fall events. Yeah. Made a career on him. Yeah, he sure yeah. did. He'd always he'd have his ticket punched to to Hawaii every year. Just to made had to make sure he played in the fall. Uh, awesome. No, yeah, that's going to definitely go. Uh, I think I don't know which one we're going to use. Um, if you had to. To vote for your best uh, whole province, not necessarily, or outside of Riverside, the next best hole. Would you? Uh, what would you need to ensure is in the bracket? God, you know what? There, there's just there's too many. I it I find it really hard to pick because you're splitting hairs. It's like what's the what's the most difficult hole? The most the hole that gets in your head and makes you really grind the worst uh, or the most. I shouldn't say the worst, the most. There's too many. I you asked me to pick my favorites. Like it's easy yeah. to pick my favorite girl. She's sitting in the other room. I mean, <laughs> pick my favorite golf hole. No, I'm sorry. I'm way more of a whore when it comes to that. <laughs> well, she might she might be the hardest on you for sure in your life. So <laughs> maybe that's why I love her so much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think like any year too, it's uh, it's going to be slightly about a popularity contest. But that's that's the joy of putting one together is to see what. What makes it to the top? So, um, yeah, no, that's kind of that's kind of all we got for you. I don't know. Uh, I guess one last thing. I don't know where we're going to cut this off and put it into the show or not, but I really would like to hear your thoughts on the uh, obvious pass interference call that cost the the Eagles the Super Bowl. <laughs> Didn't cost the Eagles the Super Bowl. Thank you. It Thank cost you. all of. It, no, it didn't. It cost us all a better game. It could have been an Thank epic, you. one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time. Yes. But there was 100 calls before that, that like the Chiefs were offside on every single fourth down <laughs> play. They were lined up in the neutral zone. Their helmet was over the ball. Like I'm like, I, I, I'm taking screenshots of my thing going, what is wrong with these officials? So I got, yeah, I got pretty fired up during the game. And, and I shouldn't because <laughs> I have, actually have to spend – I don't, I don't have to, I, I'm going to spend four days with uh, Clark Hunt and the GM for the chiefs at the no. F1 race in Montreal. So there's eight of us going and, and they're coming with us. So, uh, okay. I, so I, all I wanted was a good game. I just wanted, and it was a great game to a point. There were lots of missed calls all game. It's just in the last two minutes when you miss a call like that, uh, yeah. I would, the only thing I would offset that with, which is there's holding on every play in the NFL all the time. Every play has holding on it. You can't call it all the time. That was not stretching the jersey away from a guy, stopping him from catching a ball play. That ball was 20 yards over his head. Mm-hmm. That being said, they can call that. They're going to make bad calls all the time. It's the nature of any sport yeah. where you involve humans making decisions. The most impressive play of the entire football game was the kid knowing enough to go down at the one yard line and run the clock. Yeah. That was like, that guy could play on my team anytime. Cause you can tell him that in the huddle. You can say, don't score, don't score, don't score. 
do you know how hard it is to fall down when you got a chance to tell your kids yeah. and your family that I scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Instead, you got to say, I won my team the Super Bowl. Because yeah. that guy, he doesn't go down, he goes in. Doesn't yeah. It really doesn't matter. They got four more points than they would have otherwise with the holding call. But he made the most of that. So And Sirianni was absolutely going for two. I, I'm sold that he was going for two. He was going for two. Now, as long as we're on this, I mean, the defense coordinator, I can't remember his name, now is in Arizona, so fucking fantastic. He's got that little kazoo quarterback he's got to deal with. So that's fantastic. Because he he got outcoached huge in that game. Like, he never blitzed. He had he said, my four guys will get there. My four, They weren't getting there. He didn't blitz. Exactly. Okay, and Turfgate now we're talking about Turfgate. Wow! You do know, you know, it was the PGA that grew the grass for him. Yes, like it is not good. Yeah, you sorry, USGA that what whoever (laughs) turf guys. Anyway, it was shit. Might as well have been playing at the Vanny Cup in you know in Laval on the ice. It was horrible, but I'm not going to say the better team won. I I'm I actually think you'd split hairs between those two teams. I think Kansas City played great in the second half. They make great halftime adjustments. Yep. I'm shocked that their defense continued to blitz and that the Eagles didn't have an answer to it. Like there had to be quick screens. There were so many things. And they it just felt like the Eagles went to sleep at halftime. Mm-hmm. So not, not that they thought it was over, but they didn't make enough adjustments and Kansas City outcoached them. They outcoached them not pregame, but they outcoached him at halftime, and that fucking scoop and score—it drives me crazy. They won on a scoop and score, a stupid mistake by a quarterback kicking the ball out of his own hand, and you end up with them scoring. Otherwise, it would have been what twenty-four-seven at halftime. Yeah, and then yeah. it's pretty much over. Yeah, well, you think it was twenty-one-seven there, and then maybe the Chiefs go down, make twenty-one-fourteen, but then. Philly probably gets the ball back. It could have been the same score, but yeah. And I, you know what? I don't, I don't, I want to remain friends, ED, but so I'm not, I'm not going to say that the reason why Lane Johnson was constantly uh, jumping early was because the Chiefs were in the neutral zone. So I'm just going to leave it. We're going to move on. <laughs> Look, I was called, I call it both ways. I was screaming at my wife going, he's taking his first step long before the ball is snapped. Every, like, like it was ridiculous. Time. I had people here and I'm replaying it. I'm going, why are they not calling this? Like he had a full step, his full first back step, the big step you take as a tackle. I'm like, how are they not? It's like the slot backs in the CFL who are two yards past the line of scrimmage (laughs) and the ball snapped and nobody throws a flag. I'm like, okay, I guess this is okay. But he, I agree a hundred percent. He was off. I mean, he was procedure on 30% of the plays. Yeah. Yeah, so and that's why Jones I, gets that little bit of helmet over the ball, I think. I want to remain friends, too, and I just want you to know that, like, you should look at your embracing the Indigenous culture because they still are <laughs> called the Chiefs and, and all that stuff, but whatever. Maybe I'm being politically correct. I'm a, Eagles are Eagles, and we love Eagles. I, I still – it is – it is something that that war chant is allowed when all the other stuff's going on, and they're pumping it into the Super Bowl stadium. But they do it, I mean, the Seminoles. I mean, yeah. 
actually the Seminole tribe has said, we love it. We love that you're celebrating us. We think it's fantastic. They're all good with it. And they all do the same war chant, which the Braves do in Atlanta too. So yeah. be it. you deserve to do it. You're champs for another year. Yes. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So thanks I, for not wearing your hat. Yeah, no problem. I wore that dumb tooth <laughs> for the last episode. Okay, right on. You guys got anything else? That's it. Hopefully that sun comes out for you here in the next little bit. Get some golfing. I'm going to get some tomorrow morning, 9.30. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Yeah, it's only All 8. Right, boys. You're going to be better. Jealous. Don't, don't pull any muscle shoveling. All right, thanks to Double D for joining the boys. Uh, always nice to catch up with the man. Yeah. Uh, Four time guest now, or I think he might be four or five. Four. Wow. How many years have we been doing this? Five. And I, think I don't think he was on last year. No, he was last, last year. year. He was. Yeah. So five. For, first year, I don't think he was on. Oh, first year maybe. Yeah. So fourth it's, time. I think he's been on five times. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway, Either I think way. that uh, this was his second full, like, pebble review. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's been on two more times before that. Yeah. So. uh uh, he uh, he leaves us now, um, and just in time for picks, uh, Mr. Knoop's joined the show. How are you doing, Knoop? Hello, everybody. I'm currently laying on bed, just ready to go to bed, go to sleep. Right, it's time. Too many drinks today, too much food, went for ice cream after, I'm just done. Too many beers, I'm you mean? super hungover. Hung over from what? Oh, this yeah. booze count. You might be right, bro. Now you will be fourth, guaranteed. I had too many uh, Rattlers, Shandies, I guess. No, I only had two yesterday. But, too many ciders. Uh, well, my well, obviously we're fa- my family's here, uh, and then my aunt and uncle are staying with us, and their two kids. My mom and dad are down here because they've been here since whatever November. Uh, my two aunts are as well are here as well because they oh were living in a, um, one of the trailer parks with my parents. And then my other aunt and uncle just got done a cruise. So they decided to come up here. So we had everybody over last night for supper and yeah, a little dance party and played some volleyball and that's too many drinks. Too sound, many drinks. Sounds like kind of fun for family, but also like a, a damn nightmare. <laughs> no, it was perfect because they left at nine and, we kept drinking here, and it was perfect. Well, fair enough. Uh, All right. Well, it's Honda Classic week, so we, we might as well get into picks. We we kind of did uh, – we didn't ruin your booze count at the start, but we did uh, just generally chat about you a little bit, so you might have to check out the pod. Um, uh, probably not, but that's okay. <laughs> All right. It wasn't that bad. Let's get to pick recap. <laughs> the, oh, yeah, right. Pick recap. Pick recap. Uh, Canoop won the week. Uh, Finally. So- so the standings are Bronal eight, Maddie B four, Harv three, Canoop three. Uh Canoop had Danny Willett eighteenth, Sep Strack a forty fifth, and Jason Day ninth for a twenty four average. Fuck. Maddie B was second. He had uh, Rick Fowler twentieth, JT twentieth, and uh Montgomery sixty eighth. Missed the cut. That's right. Yep. Two in a row for that guy missing the cut. Yep. Uh Bronell was third, yeah, Danny McCarthy fourteenth, Alex Noren. Missed the cut, 68, and Emmanuel Grio, 67th. That guy stunk on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, terrible. Yeah, he did. <laughs> For a 50 average, I was fourth. I had uh, Wyndham Clark, 53rd. Oh, sorry, 33rd. Uh, Kurt Kitayama missed the cut, 68, and Adam Hadwin, 66th. For a 
56 <laughs> average. So, hmm. anyways, uh, uh, before we get into this week's picks, Bruno, what did you think of last week's picks? Yeah, you guys are idiots. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> I had several people Boy. reach out to me, being like, "Are these guys that stupid?" It was blowing my mind last week. I yeah. just didn't get it. Well, because yeah. there's only three of us sitting here. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Three of us but sitting here. Now we know. Now we know. The second last guy can't complete the three-way triangle. Call it. Yeah. Fair. Okay. Okay. I'll try. Uh, do you have no preview? No preview. No preview. Okay. No. Well, Sep was the defending champ. We got four Canadians. Gliggs, Pendrith, Svensson, and Ben Silverman. Silverman, another sponsor's exemption. Yep. Good for him. This yes. field stinks. I don't know if you've got to... Chat about it at all yet? Oh, it's been brought up. Oh, we talked about it. Yeah. Seventeen players in the top one hundred. The top. Here's the top fifty guys playing: Im, Horschel, Lowry, Straka, Wise, Norin, Minwoo, Lee, Kirk, and Poston. So. Okay. So, Knoop, Knoop, you're up first. Uh, I'm gonna give away a pick this week. Sure. Give me step, please, 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 please. No, I'm going to give Bruno uh, Alex Norton again. Not, no <laughs> fucking way. That's who I was going to give. You can't do that. I was going to give him two. <laughs> you can't give... No, you can't I do can't, that. That's got to be a rule. I gave it to you last week. No, but you can't get given the same guy two weeks in a row. Oh, That's you can. dumb. Oh, you can. That's the whole point of the I know you thing. can as of now, but I'm saying we should change the rule. Knoop <laughs> changes the rules every week, so it probably will get changed. <laughs> That's awful. He stinks. Uh, yeah, not great. He has a good track record here, so he wasn't bad last year. Working bad. Yeah, working out okay for you. Okay, and then who's next? Me? You? Yeah. Yeah. You don't have anything. You don't have a single guy in your head. In your brain. <laughs> I didn't have it up. Uh, I didn't have okay. it up. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm just. I'm. He's staring right at me. Uh Danny McCarthy. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Kadoop's writing these down, I assume. <laughs> Say that again? You're writing these down? Yep. Actually, though? No, he's not. I, I know. I listen I'm picking next. Yeah, you're next. I yeah. have my computer in front of me. Oh, nice. Uh, we got... I know we probably not going to have back-to-back good weeks. Matt Kuchar. I'm going to take Adam Svensson. Oh, he wow. He was T9 here last year and T9 last week, so... I was hoping he'd slide to me, but... It was him uh, or it was him or McCarthy for me. I just you, went with the uh, favorite. You made my pick easier. This guy proved me wrong. Let's keep it rolling, Matty. Matt Kuchar. Yeah, there it is. He's got to wear out, though. He's got to wear out. Yeah, next week. Canoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Canoop. Uh, I will go with Harris English. All right. Okay. Uh, I saw a stat that they showed, uh, I think it was a Twitter stat, of most consecutive cuts made. And it was like... Rom, it's way up, but yeah, way up, and then a couple other guys, a couple other guys, Shoffley. and then yep. down tied for like six longest. Thomas Dietrich. Yep, I'm gonna take him. He's due to miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I built it up? That was the classic hard miss to cut story <laughs> yeah. for yeah. next week. Perfect. Yeah. It writes itself. Um, hmm. I'm doubling up on the Canadians. Ah, uh, you're gonna do it. I'm taking Pendrith. All right. Um, I don't know. Nick Hardy. It's all right. I like it. It's 
Oh, that's a kiss uh, of death. I'm going to go back to the well a little bit here. Uh, I'm going to go with Danny Willett again. Hmm. Danny Willett. Guy. I like him. Okay. Played well, really, really well last week. So. Okay. For him, yeah. I'm going to give Canoop JT Poston. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Thank you. You're welcome. So I got to give Harv or you. Yeah. See, it's not no, so easy. Well, I'm just trying to gear. Yeah, I, I got there. it now. Yeah, because yeah, we're fine now. Yeah, yeah. 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 No, we're but fine. it ain't that easy. What do you mean it's not that easy? It's easy. Wait, you wait, wait a minute. You could have given them to the wrong guy. You could give them to me. Canoop you can't gave, give them to me. No, I can't. That's what I'm saying. I, I know, but it. you could have. And then well, we you just said you might. Well, I had to figure it out in my head. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it's not as easy. Uh, who do you want, Harv? Sung JM? <laughs> Min Woo Lee. Sep? No. I'll give you Kirk. Okay. Chris Kirk. So I have to give... Maddie. Me. Maddie. Sep. This is the last pick? Yep. Last pick? No, you can have... I tell you what. You give me Sung JM and just remember it. I'll remember it. Uh, no, you can have Aaron Wise. Aaron Wise? There's something else. Nine to one? Son JM. He's gonna win. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, who's betting that? Nine to Me. one. Nine to one for Billy Spencer is what we should be saying. That should be the best forward. bet. Yeah. He's gonna win. Um no. when is Norrin gonna get out of the top fifty? Like why is he still in there? <laughs> <laughs> and tell you what, Doesn't it's make sense. Be a, who, this is a running joke of who gives <laughs> yeah. Norrin until until the end of time. Because he plays every week. I give him yeah. So but the thing is we have to do it, we have to do it first pick. Until he, because as soon as he picks ahead, he's going. To, oh yeah, Norin, Norin was going. Here's the. How the did he get in there to begin with? He I hasn't been good for two years. No, yeah. I'm not sure. Because no I know I took him a lot last year <laughs> and he did nothing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. best bets. Best bets. I got. I got two. Oh, sorry. Who did? Who's uh, Matt's pick? I gave Aaron Wise. Aaron Wise. Yep. Okay. I got two. One is a uh, Sep top ten for five seventy five. 5.75 for a top 10. I mean, he hasn't been playing that great, but it's How a weak is it field. that good? His odds are always crazy, man. Because I had Svensson or Pendrith top 10, and that's 3.75. Or? Well, no, one, like either of them, whoever we felt. Oh, yeah. Like one of them, they were both 3.75. Because I also had a Pendrith and Svensson bet. And it's a first round top twenty parlay for fourteen. Yeah, so I'm the the what I'm looking at here has Sep and Svensson almost have the same odds, which would make sense. Well, to win, ten. to, to win. win. Yeah, that's not the one I wanted. I just had it written down. Yeah, so this okay. was a first round top twenty for both guys parlay. Oh, first round fourteen okay. to one. Okay. This this tournament reeks of a playoff to me. And that's plus three. Well, it's always it's always low scoring. Like ten under is probably going to win it, or nine under, or yeah. something like that, right? So, yep. you can't it's usually pick it. a playoff. Matt Jones won a playoff two years ago. Last year was a one shot win. Yeah, like I, I got playoff at thirty three, three hundred thirty three, or it's not bad. Adrian Moronk, top continental European for plus five hundred. <laughs> continental. continental European, <laughs> nice. Fuck uh, the islands, eh? Fuck. <laughs> I had it, but I don't have it. Do you have 365 up? 
Or do you have it on your phone? I don't have it up, no. I can't remember what the odds were, but I ha- I was going to take Minwoo Lee as top uh, Asian. It's unavailable due to routine site maintenance right now. Shit. Because I didn't write it down. It's on my phone. Be careful, because he's Australian, so... Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, Minwoo Lee. Was yeah, I looking at Australia? Yeah. Like, uh, oh, okay, then it wasn't it wasn't the right one. I had someone beating Sung J M. No. Wasn't him. Not S H Kim. Maybe. The other Danny Lee. <laughs> or is he American? He's all. He's. Uh, <laughs> he's American. Yes. Danny Lee. There's two Danny Lees. What's yeah. yours, Canoop? Uh, I don't have one. I can't get on the site. Can anyone hear a single thing he said so far? Uh, do you think? He's he's a little he's a little bit quiet, but I got that phone cranked. I got his mic cranked. Mouth full of chips, his, probably. His uh, his no. his phone must Both not be as them? good as old uh, Harv's. <laughs> so we apologize. Knoop is uh, on here making picks, but you might just not be able to hear him. All right. So Knoop doesn't I, have one. What are we going with? I love the SEP bet. Top ten. Top ten. Five seventy five. That seems like way. Too good of too good to be true odds. I mean, he hasn't done anything lately, though. He won but. last year. Yep. Defending champ to be in the top ten. Canoop, what do you think? Yep. Sounds good to me. He didn't care. Yeah. He, he just wants out of here. He wants he to go went, drink. He wants to go drink some more. <laughs> I'm looking forward to his boost count. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with that one. I like Let's it actually. It. All right. Sebstraka top ten plus five seventy five. If you can find it. Canoop, <laughs> uh, you got any other things uh, before we let you go? Yeah, you want the booze count or no? Or are you just going to save it up for Two-week booze two, count. Two-week booze count, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I do want to add something, though. Uh, I did have three birdies so far this week. Um, three so birdies? You count that fake one on the par three? Uh, yeah, I counted it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, three birdies, and then we'll see how many more we can make tomorrow. Wow. I hope Cade beats your brains in tomorrow. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I'm going to get him drunk before we go. Oh, we're, going out, we're going out for lunch before. so. Yeah, Right on. Okay, buddy. We'll have fun. We'll see you uh, when you get back this weekend. Sounds good. All right. Take care. Later. I got nothing yeah. else. You guys got nothing else? Uh, no. He's off. That phone was awfully quiet, so we'll find out. Play yeah. it back. We'll edit. Might green, have to enhance. The little green bar looked like it was okay. Yeah, green bar. It it looks worse on the screen than it actually is because it happens with you lots too. It's just we're pretty loud. So, hmm. uh, but yeah, if you guys got nothing else, we just cleared the uh, the two hour mark on this show. So uh, for those of you that are still here, uh, thanks. Thanks for making it this far. And until next week, it's time for us to hit the clubhouse. Your mother tell you things Long, long When I'm gone Who you talking to She telling you I'm gone It's a great mistake When I'm wide awake Driving's rained out Weatherman with fingers in the sky Pokes it out, pulls it in Don't know 
same mistake. It's been a long 